Hey guys, you're listening to Don't Alert The Stands. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please can you like, rate and star it and help us to reach our goal of 100 stars by the end of the season. Your support means the world and we really want to reach our goal. Thank you. Brilliant. And also just let you know those stars, what happens when you review is we are more searchable so people can find our podcast and then we'll be able to get more guests we'll be able to do longer episodes and yeah it just makes the podcast flow much easier so any support would be amazing but yeah enjoy the episode cool theresa may um all of this going hashtag revoke article 50 yeah yeah um it's not gonna happen but flume is a huge look because flume's no later than the 30th of june Hello guys and welcome to another episode of Don't Let The Stand. You are here today with your hosts Eads McKenzie and Nick Terrell and Chopper. Brilliant. And how was your week, guys? How have you been? Um, I've been okay, up and down, bit of up and down on the mental, but um, we go again, as everyone loves to say. Um, I've just realised that I haven't taken a holiday in a minute, and um, if you don't know, I love to travel. Um, travelled so much last year and just haven't had the opportunity to this year yet. But yeah, I'm going to the beautiful Oslo next month, which will be great. And I'm looking forward to it. Some bliss, some relaxation, some massages, just like getting the mental back into the right place. Uh, But in the meantime, I'm still trying to do that anyway on a day to day. Um, Music's been a bit quiet this week. There was a great selection midweek, but in terms of like Music Friday, been a bit dead. But um, yeah. Except for Maverick Sabre. Which I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were a couple of gems, but in total, in totality, it wasn't like what other weeks have been like. Which is, I guess, a blessing and a curse because blessing is you don't feel the urge to kind of listen to things straight away mm. um, and digest things you were listening to prior. But um, it's always nice to have one gem, though. At least yes. one gem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to yeah, the main event. Mm. Like, um, but I saw us yesterday as well, um, which is obviously Jordan Peele's latest in his horror kind of filmography. Um, and he, yeah, it caused a lot of reception, both sides of the pond and internationally. Uh, my screen was packed to the brim um, and I'm still kind of uncertain as to what I think about it. Um, yeah, so it was a good week. Good cherry on the top at the end of the week. How have you guys been? Chopin, Eden, how you been? Um, I've had a tough week. I've had a very busy week. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally, I've been in a kind of bad place but i'm slowly coming back i've taken time off work from monday till tuesday just to kind of get myself right and to make sure that i'm prioritizing things that actually make me happy and stuff like that yeah um including music reading uh like understanding the purpose behind my current business squat studios yeah 
improving the podcast and like just kind of figuring out what we want this to be through conversations with you guys mm-hmm. and obviously the reviews um from everyone else to, l- to let us know what we're doing right what you want to see us improve with and stuff like that mm. <coughs> but in terms of like mental health it has been kind of like a really challenging week mm. um and it is something that i am kind of looking into but it's it's just it's just life telling me to slow down mm. and i've been watching a lot of videos by quite big youtubers and creatives about burnout Mm. and burnout is this thing you kind of experience when you do too many things which is what a lot of millennials from our generation will kind of experience mm-hmm. um i mean all three of us here can say that we we do a lot outside of the podcast outside of our day jobs trying to keep up with people um trying to make sure we are actually continuing with our interests and stuff like that so definitely it's about finding out where the main stresses are coming from and what is causing you to experience kind of the like the the pressure that the pressure that comes with being with burnout sorry mm. <coughs> sorry um so that's been my week i'm currently reading um the pursuit of happiness because that book from when i was younger inspired me to always continue and kind of chase dreams and stuff like that yeah like it was one of the first movies that my dad actually sat me down he's like you have to watch this movie i was like i was really young at the age and he made me and my brother come downstairs and he was like you have to watch this movie. Oh, wow. So we watched the movie, and obviously, at the time, I, I was, like, wriggling around. I wasn't really paying attention and stuff like that. But as I get older, I realized he was showing this movie because it kind of depicts the life of a man who is continually trying to improve his life. Yeah. Um, and the book goes into more <coughs> detail. It gives you more information about his life and everything. So it's really good. Um, but yeah, in terms of me, I am a work in progress. I'm working towards the happiness that I'm trying to attain and kind of figuring out where I want to be. Um, but that's me. That's a lot of information. Shop yeah. it. I am just extremely tired. I would like a break from capitalism. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just really, really exhausted and starting to get run down, really. Not physically, but I guess mentally it's just... I need a break. Mm. Just life is just very taxing. There's a lot going on all the time. And but it is what it is, you know, as all you niggas say, we move. <laughs> 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 so, as always, we are now going to go into what we've been listening to for the week. I have three quick ones. Um, just three songs this time. Um, there were a few projects that I was listening to, but I didn't really take them in but hopefully i'll discuss them next week that'll be um etabon's album and yeah aaron ray's album ray dropped an album aaron ray oh oh aaron ray's debut yeah who do you think i was talking about ray the singer yeah you're checking for her yeah why not confidence was a banger she's a good writer as well you know she dropped a song um with coltrane uh which i really like with who um Fruits, yeah, fruits, and DJ DS ah. something that mm. I really like that song. Well, have you heard it? I have. Do you like it? Okay, okay. Wait, but you get the audiences for like yeah, the type I of get spring the summer audience, kind of. Know, they're yeah. trying to make her, you know, um, a marginally better Rita Ora, but I, it's just she's not one. No, no, no. The actual song like, for oh. Ray, Ray's, you know, yeah. different story. But the Wait, song I like. You didn't like Decline. I'm looking at her songs right now. I don't um, listen to okay. Ray personally at this point in time. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> what about check though? Less a no for me. Um, We've called your funds. 
Oh that one. yes, I heard that song. Um, <laughs> very commercial, very commercial. So no um, and it's not the thing is like it's not shade like at all. Like I just don't listen to Ray. Like it's not genuinely like I've wanted to and then thought, oh, I'm not definitely not listening to her. But it's just I haven't gravitated towards stuff I've heard. Mm. Um, maybe it's a flaw in me and I need to go back and listen to some stuff and check it out. But um, the song with fruit, the, yeah, the song with Whole Train, great fruit. It's a good song. I'd, if you do want to listen to her, I'd suggest listening to her fo- first project called Second. Mm-hmm. When um, was it released? From what I can see, 2016. Oh, cool. Okay. So there's a song on there called Distraction, which is probably one of my favorite songs by her. Um, and cool. I think it was remixed by Rams. A word, really? Was it? Oh, I don't know. But yeah, yeah I'll definitely check that out if I was you. But let me know what you think. No, I'll have a listen this week. Yeah. Um, sorry, Chopin. Back to you. Um, so no, I was talking about Aaron Ray. Wow. Not Ray. Um, <laughs> and he won't ever be Ray. Um, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, cool. I hate shopping so much. Anyway, listen, continue, continue. So I just have three songs. So firstly, um, Sir's War. So he dropped his album November last year. And while it wasn't an album I was totally in love with, I did like it. It was a very cool listen. I do th- feel, I can't wait to see what he brings in the future and where he goes as an artist as he continues to develop. But um, the song War, that was um, definitely my favourite song on the project. And I've just really been, I don't know why this week, that song in particular has been on repeat um, a lot. And I just really, yeah, it's just real smooth, just really, really smooth. And it just it just begs for repeat listens. It just begs for repeat listens. I, can, I can't get enough of that song. So that's Sir's War from November. Secondly, um, this is a, a singer I haven't actually listened to in a good couple of years, but this song jumped into my head. So Elijah Blake, he was signed to Rock Nation for a while. And I remember I was really, really, really on this guy. Like I like his music as well. His Same. His first mixtape, Bijou 22, he did another one called Drift, which is the song yeah. I'm talking about it comes from. And then his album Shadows and Something, which was just okay. And then since then I just kind of fallen off. Stopped paying attention to him. Mm. But I don't know why, but um a song called You Are My High from the Drift mixtape mm. that just re entered my life. And I hadn't heard that song in about four years. But I remember I loved, loved, loved that song. That used to get so I got I rinsed that song in like my second year of uni. Loved that song. So just a really good song, well written, very well produced, and Elijah is just um, an all-round talent. Like he's a great vocalist, he's a great writer, mm-hmm. great producer. I was about to say, good writer. Like he's very, very, very talented. And um, yeah, so check out "You Are My High" from the Drift mixtape. And then lastly, this is a woman that has we've all definitely been seeing a lot in our <coughs> timelines. Megan The Stallion. So Nicholas has been pushing me indirectly to check out the new crop of women rappers so getting my feet wet so i'm now a rico nasty fan (laughs) i've listened to megan stallion uh, quite a bit this these last few days love the stallion over here um you know she's she's lit she's lit and my i want to say my deepest condolences to her she lost her mother last night you were on you're on my mind i was literally about to say that deepest condolences to her when it's just crazy how life is she's like in the prime of her life right now Mm -hmm. she's about she's she's 
I don't know if I can say she's bubbling because she's not about to blow yet. I feel like she hasn't had that single yet. I do feel it will come later in the year, but people are starting to take much notice of her now. Like, Definitely. When I Rolling w- Stone cover on her own. That's big. DJ that's major. Booth. Okay, yeah. player, like... Yeah. And I was going to say, like, I feel like this is the best time to be a female rapper in... in since I don't want to be cliched, but I was going to say that. Yeah. Because there was, like, a little bit of a resurgence when Nicki first came out. Like, there was a lot of rappers that were coming out, but they didn't really, like, rise to the surface. Yeah. Like, in the days of Angel Hayes. Yeah. And some others, but only, like, of that crop, only Iggy, Azealia, and Nicki kind of were the ones that kind of... Pierced through. Pierced through, even though the last one didn't deserve it. Um, Wait, Azealia Banks? No, Iggy. Iggy, Iggy oh. Azealia. So I love Azealia Banks. I was about to yeah. say, I was, thought you loved her. Mm, no, I love Azealia Banks. And she was great at Coco a few weeks ago. Well, months ago even. Um, but no, um, this is the best time. Like, there's just so many dope talents right now. Mm. Um, I've been, so I've been like dipping my feet into loads of different ones. So Megan Thee Stallion, Dreezy. I love Rico. Like, that's, Big that's my love girl. Her. Rico's my girl. But so I've listened to um, a few songs on her Tina Snow mixtape, but the one in particular, Big Old Freak, that's a bop. Why does she that's keep saying drive the boat? Is that a, a lyric from a song or something? Nick Horner. I actually don't. Um, maybe it's like a sexual reference. Like, yeah. But know. yeah, Big Old Freak. Um, when I just deeped some of the lyrics on the second verse, I was like, oh, okay. So she's really about that life. She released Sex Talk yesterday as well. Yeah, she did. I haven't heard that yet. Yeah. It's it's in the same vein, um, flow wise as mm. Big Old Freak, so um, it's the mm. same kind of thing. But I love I love her tone, I love her delivery, and I feel like the songs she makes that they're not just good songs, but like with the right push, I c- like I could easily see Big Old Freak if I could see that like charting well, I could see that doing doing something. I don't think I don't think that would be the song. I mm-hmm. think I think she's gonna have her breakthrough song later in the year, mm-hmm. but. No, potential was very strong, very strong, and things were lining up in a nice way. Like a Rolling Stone cover feature this early on in your career, especially for a female rapper, that's that's it's a move. It's massive of sorts, of sorts. Yeah, things are just rising. So shout out to these new crop, and even Doja Cat too. Like she's doing great things too now. I, if I if you guys could see Nick's face right I, now, I, I, I didn't, say, I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. Um. See, it's a male, you know. know, (laughs) That that song's a no from me. Yeah. um, But I love the video. Mm -hmm. Very good video. Very One of the best videos of the year so far. Definitely. Hands down. I'll give it to that. The song's a no. Yeah. um, Really creative visual, actually. So, you know, it's it's a great time. So, I feel like you guys should be expecting me to just drop a load of female rappers over the next couple of weeks. I feel like there's just, you know, stop being a misogynist. Joking. (laughs) (laughs) Normal misogynist, but... Damn near all the rappers I listen to are, oh. are male, far like four or five. Yeah. So, um, so I think even when I think about our generation, a lot of people, because a lot of people do this, I'm sorry to, to drag people, and this may include the two of you, so sorry. People like try and just like say, oh, the times of so and so were good, and da, 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 but could you, act, were you actually a fan though? You're just saying it because you feel like you should be saying their names. So I feel like now that people are like, oh yeah, the days of Eve and Foxy and Kim. And I loved d- Eve. Cool, but that's you. But a lot mm. of people are like, but did did you did you actually like them or did you just? No, I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know people you mean. do that a lot. Whereas I feel like, and I feel like artists do it as well. You know, interviews where they're yeah. like, who are you a fan yeah. of? Obviously, there's a PR answer. Yeah. There's the PR yep. answer. Yep. Yeah, yep. you didn't listen to anything. Yep. Yeah, but you see the backlash when people say 
they listen to certain they don't listen to certain artists like um, but you can pay respect who gets to the backlash for saying they don't listen to artists um i think Lil Yachty did but the thing is you can the thing is you can always pay it's the way you say things so you can pay respect to people but not listen to them like as the same it's the same with me not every single r&b artist of this in, in the last generation i played but i know their influence i can, this is the thing i analyze their influence i look at what they've done i see the trajectories and i'm like i can definitely specify and see a lineage mm. but i didn't listen to you and it's fine it's not because i didn't fuck with your music sometimes it might be it just it wasn't my type of music but i can fuck that it was quality you can sing and you influence x y and z you don't have to say you listen to them for the sake of it mm. i get shoppe's point whereas now i feel like people are actually listening to these girls i feel like when people are tweeting about Rico, Rico Nasty, they're mm. not just saying it because none of these girls have effectively blown yet. Yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. very much, not. it's still very much internet, online kind of buzz right now. So like, I can, I know people are actively listening to Rico. People are actively mm. listening to Megan. Mm-hmm. I know even just the last few weeks, but I've seen them cropping up. Yep, continuously. So even like with my my, you know my my journey to like to becoming a Rico fan. I've been. I heard songs here and there last year. Mm. I see a video here and there. Mm-hmm. Cool. Megan too. Mm-hmm. Hear a song. Drizzy song. Actually, she has a song of Slack that I like. I can't remember what it's called. Same. That song is What's bio, it called? but then Kodak Black song. Yes, like, that's the yeah. song. That is a spa. Yeah, that that's that. Bangs. She used to just remove Kodak and. But you know, we're gonna that. get into Kodak's ugly ass in a second. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, those are my listeners for the week. Sir Elijah Blake, Megan Thee Stallion. Eden McCow. Wow. This is your time. Wow. We're doing full names. You've been summoned. You can't say my full name, so don't even try it. So. <laughs> I was about to say. I'll have to edit that out. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. So me. So I actually had a really fun week in terms of listening to music this week. Um, surprisingly, I didn't really check for these artists. They came out of nowhere and I just gave them a go and actually really liked their projects. So I will start with Maverick Sabre. So Maverick Sabre released a new project called When I Wake Up. So if you don't know who Maverick Sabre is, Maverick Sabre was born in Hackney. Um, he has a very, I would say, slightly soulful voice um, with influences from reggae, I would say, in some of his songs. You might know his song, I Need, which was one of his most popular songs. Um, yeah, Maverick Sabre, he's a really good artist. He takes time in between his projects when mm-hmm. it comes to releasing new music. And this definitely um, demonstrates what happens when you take time to perfect your craft. Because with this project, I feel like it was very well put together from the album art to the track list to the lyrics to um, the polemics within it as well. I just think it was a very, very, very good project. So in terms of songs i would recommend and just a quick commentary on each of them well not each of them but my favorite um there's a song called guns in the distance which i feel is like an allegory for um like the way times are changing and the way that society isn't changing with it so it's like it's riot music it's like if you don't change the way everything is going at the moment so if there's constant inequality and stuff like that there will be a riot like um the lyrics are um i can hear guns in the distance why can't I think it's why can't you hear them or something along those lines. Um, And to me, that just says it's about the resistance or like something's going to happen if things don't change soon. And just being someone who's British and like things that have happened with the, uh, how can I forget what it's called? Sorry, the Windrush, 
the Windrush um, generation, well, our grandparents and parents, and um, now Brexit and stuff that's going on like that, it's a very important message to say, mm. if these politicians don't step up, then something is going to happen, like an uproaring. Like, we're recording right now, and there's a march going on in central London. I was literally going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. To, yeah. to protest Brexit. And yeah, they invited me to it yesterday, like, on the street. They were proper, like, giving out hat flyers and stuff like that. Um, and I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. cool. And the petition, although I don't think it's... Uh, yeah, it, a petition recently got four million signatures. Yeah. And I just don't see that doing anything really because it's more than four million people in the UK, and we we voted. Discussed though, like in Parliament to be brought up. Yeah, but you you only need ten thousand signatures for it to be discussed. Yeah, that's what I mean. So it's surpassed that. So it definitely has to legally be at least spoken about. But it's but already on the table anyway. Exactly, and that's why I'm like, um, what's the point? I just want to say while we're on Brexit, shout out to Bazio Twins. Please go to her Instagram. She informs us, like millennials, um, re in relatable language about Brexit and all of that. Been on the grapevine with me. She's amazing. If you want to know what's going on, Bazio underscore Twins. She gives insightful commentary on politics and all of that. Great. Um, and she was on BBC yesterday. Shout out to Bazio, man. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, sorry, and just on that as well, just to add, some of his songs kind of spark thoughts towards um, the current knife crime. I wouldn't say, oh, okay, the, the knife crime epidemic, because it is an epidemic, but I'm just annoyed at the way that the news are kind of positioning it um, towards our community in particular. But if you want to hear more about that, you should listen to Akala's conversation or the way that Akala talks about knife crime and what's happening and what's going on at the moment. But a lyric in particular kind of touched me. Um, so Maverick Sabre said, too many kids, too many open coffins. So as we do know, it is mainly young young people around our age or younger who are affected by knife crime. Yeah. Um, and it's just nice to hear someone from a different demographic um, talk about issues that some people believe only pertain to the black community. Mm -hmm. So it's a really good project. Um, overall, as well, it's one of those albums that come together really well. So I would definitely suggest it to anyone who... If you like Amy, okay, this is gonna sound weird, but if you like Amy Winehouse's music, I feel like you would like this album. It's just of my opinion. Um, it depends which Amy you're referring to. If you like, um, if you like, what's it? Which album is it? Back which which one has Love? Love is a losing game. Back to black. Back to black. If you like Back to Black, you, I think you'll like this album because it has kind of like a jazzy kind of. There was no jazz on Back to Black. But Amy Winehouse is quite a jazz jazzful voice. Her voice, yeah, but yeah. Not, sonically, that second album wasn't. Okay, um, maybe not that album, but if you like Amy Winehouse overall, if you like her voice, her voice, voice yeah. you will like Maverick Sabre. Um, and if you don't, let me know and we can talk about Is it. Is Maverick Sabre like another plan B? Have you never heard Maverick Sabre before? I've, I know the name, but I've never really like checked him out. I've heard some. He's not. When there. you say like another plan B, do you mean does he rap sing? No, I mean, so when Plan B made that singing album, is that what Maverick Sabre I haven't even heard his singing album. You, yes, you have. Plan B? Yes, something something Strickland Black Banks. Remember when Plan B was like a soul singer for like two years? What? This is news. He remembers this. I do. Yeah. This is news to me. He had an album. He had an album where he was just singing. Oh no, I haven't heard it. It was like a massive success. Is the one of them something to do with fire? I think I actually recall. I just I don't remember. Maybe, but no, he can actually sing. But I'll I'll let you have. Someone play music. I'll let I'll let you listen to it. And then give me some feedback or something. But I've heard, I've heard, I've seen him perform live, like well, one song. But when I saw George Smith, he came out for one song. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, so he has a feature of George Smith on this album as well. So check it out. Let me know and what that you mean. That song means. was just okay to me. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't anything special. The other song is better. 
Which ones? No, the other uh, single. Yeah, they have a yeah. song from like t- three years ago. I need. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a banger. Yeah. Um, so it's called When I Wake Up, Maverick Saber. So that's that. Next one. George is even dead on features now. Who? George is even dead on features. Dead album. Choose is dead. Well, actually, mm, sorry. Her Ezra Collective song is a banger. So you just took the time to send for... <laughs> Where did that come from? Because <laughs> I just like... She just annoys me. It's like... I I was really rooting for you. And then that album was so dead. So you've come to do Tyra Banks. Because <laughs> <laughs> the thing is like... I know people like to criticise her because of, of her weird singing live. And they try and you know, throw the colorism thing out there in the world. Which is in, in the debate, which is fair. But before the album, her music banged. Mm. Her music banged. Then that album came, and it was just, it's like list. Ugh, it's like watching paint dry. Album is dead. Yeah, I was introduced to her via Blue Lights, and yeah, it was a really good song. But other than that, she's kind of gone dry on me, to be honest. Um, next person. So this is Giovan. So Giovan is slightly underground. Um, the first time I heard about him was a few years ago when uh, me and my friend Khalil heard a song called 4AM, and it featured on SPTV. Um, and it was quite repetitive, but it was one of those songs you can just like vibe out to. And just watching him grow over the years, he's definitely improved. He's definitely more confident with his music now. And the project's called Mean. So I spoke about it on Twitter, at um, Eads McKenzie, and just really spoke about how sonically different it was to what's currently being, being released in the UK. The only criticism I will give it is when I first heard him, I did see some comparisons to a lot of OVO artists. So when I first heard him, I was like, okay, he's kind of, you can tell he's influenced by The Weeknd. Um, on this album, there's a lot of, there's a lot of Drake kind of songs on here. Like I can see Drake singing some of these songs like, um, uh, what's the second song called? One sec. Giovanni. Where is he? There he is. So Calling for me. Um, but then there's some other songs on here that sound like Bryson Tiller type of influence songs. There's a lot of Bryson Tiller vibes to this album. Um, I, I, sent is. It, I, sent is. It, I sent it to a few Americans as well, and they were saying, yeah, this is like a Bryson Tiller from the UK. Is he singing like in a tone as well? Like, and obviously UK singers do this, but I can, I, it just sounded really like Canadian slash American. Do you know what? I was thinking that, that but then in the first song, Real Never Fades, he raps towards the second half of it and you can hear his British accent. Mm-hmm. But then in some of the songs, I'm like, okay, you're, you're trying to sound a bit American. Um, I got the American vibe there. Yeah. But to be honest, it's not, to be fair to him, a lot of UK, UK artists do it anyway. Yeah. I'm just saying to be fair but to him. That comes down to influences him. and who kind of rules the, the culture yeah, of music. Conventions, yeah, conventions. Yeah. But in terms of quality, I think it's an um, excellent project. I was actually sitting in my car one day and I was listening to music and I was like, there's nothing interesting right now. So I just randomly kick, clicked it and I was like, oh, this actually bangs. Mm. Like, there's a brandy sample yeah. um on a song called good thing is and that the boy is mine yeah um and it's a really really good project like i would definitely recommend it to anyone who likes bryson tillery likes ovo um people that feature on ovo and stuff like that so let me know what you think that is giovan mean and then last i have the woman of the moment from jamaica i have coffee rapture okay so i'm gonna admit it took me a while to get into coffee when i first heard yeah, I, just, I don't know what it is. It took me a while. I was just like... I don't feel her music's instant. No, it takes a while to grow on you, doesn't it? She reminds me of Chronic. Is it because from Jamaica? No. <laughs> no, it's in like the passion that's put into the songs and like the lyrics, the topic focuses. Like it definitely reminds me of... It's not because they're both Jamaican. Um, Cro- Yeah, she reminds me of Chronic's. 
like just some of the song influences. Like I feel like I should like her, like I should really like her, but I listen to her music and I'm like, it's cool, it's nice, mm. but I'm not like. <gasps> <laughs> but everyone on the TL is like, oh, coffee. Oh. No, she does bang. Like I was listening to Toast. That's the first song that was introduced to me, mm. um, and I was just like, okay, yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Um, and then I heard Rapture. And I was like, okay, this song bangs. Like, from first listen, I was like, this song bangs. Then I listened to the album in order. So I was like, okay, Rapture, Toast, Blazing, Throne, Ragamuffin. Yep. And in order, it works. So it's one of those albums where you can see it's been recorded. The whole, the whole sorry, is it an EP or an album? It's an EP. Sorry, the whole EP was recorded. And then they released individual songs that were, like, the most catchy, um, which don't really work as individual singles. Right. But for me, I feel like after listening to it, I'm now like, I now understand the voice and I'll feel it more. And yeah. So Coffee, I would definitely recommend it. It's spelled with a K. So K-O-F-F-E-E. And it's Rapture EP. And that is me, Nick. So yes, um, in terms of music this week, it's been a bit of a quiet one for myself. Um, so if you don't know the um, producer called Flume, released a project this week a mixtape actually um and he featured he, this is his first kind of song song mixtape project in about four years so he's from um australia and he's he's just got that cult kind of credibility and he's built up his career he's collaborated with the likes of vic mensa vince staples um, and loads of other artists from across the world some niche and some not um so he's worked with an upcoming rapper this time um, called JPEG Mafia. And um, if you haven't heard of him, he's <laughs> it's part of the new generation. Um, so, yeah, he's he's a rapper from the States and um, he's getting a bit of a come up now. If you want to know what he's like stylistically, he kind of is in that Amine gold link mm. kind of realm in terms of how he raps so okay, stupid name, but there's a word. there's a west coast kind of um feel to his bars and kind of a, a west coast cool in his, his his bars as well but then he's got that indie kind of feel as well and um i feel i feel like he's he's on the rise his song was on um what's that show called grownish the other week it was no. on yeah it was on um yeah it was on grownish it got featured this there. week's grownish no, no, no. A couple of weeks ago where um, Zoe was at the party and like failed her exams and shit. That one. Um, and it's called Puff Daddy, <laughs> the song that was featured on the show. So they're playing quite a lot of good artists. They're playing La Kelly 47. Um, they're, play they're playing quite a few niche upcoming artists, um, which just proves that they've got a great soundtrack. Episodes, however, a bit questionable as you spoke about. Um, but yes, the song with Flume. The song with Flume is brilliant. It's How to Build a Relationship. That's the name of it. And... You know, this Flume project really doesn't feel like a mixtape because he does e electronic future sounds so well and he would work so well, some of his productions on the selection camp. He would work well in there. But obviously he's doing his own thing. He's building his own rise. He's got such a big following um, in terms of the uh, the producer, that kind of realm. And he does, he does future classic, future sounds, all of that really well. So the song with JPEG Ma Mafia is so it works really well because they're so they're two acts that do things a bit differently so obviously flume 
com- uh, collaborates with the likes of Vic Staples and Vic Mensa, which actually work because they have unique sound palettes as well. But then he does his electronic mix in there, which is, is his kind of foundation from 2014, from the early 10s. And yeah, he just does it really well. I just don't know how he mixes it so well. He he really is one of those producers that if you if you like niche sounds, if you like um, if you liked Vince Staples tape, the one before this one, um, what was it called again? Big Fish Theory. Yeah. Um, yeah, you would you would fuck with Flume Heavy. And if you like Vince Staples' usual kind of bars and all of that, and if you like Vic Mensa's music as of now, you would um, you would fuck with him as well. So I think Flume adds the perfect sound palette for these type of artists. Gold Link would work really well with him, like super great. It would be great. And so, as I said before, with Amine, like it would be a, it would be a match made in heaven with those kind of producers. So Future Sounds where the artist Azalea Banks would work really well as well, Rico as well actually. Um and art and rap rap artists that are kind of on the fringes of conventional hip hop but like to spin and um experiment with things. Yeah. Flume Flume's great. And that's my first suggestion. So it's how to build a relationship. Um and the mixtape, the whole mixtape is brilliant as well, called Hi This Is Flume. So that's Flume. Do you know I don't think we talk about how great Amina is? Because I don't feel he like gets enough praise. I listened to a song recently called um, Jailbreaking the Tesla or something yes. along those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who that's with. Um, but that song fucking bangs. And it's mm. like, it's not something I've heard before. It's really weird. Honestly, I feel like the whole, these whole artists that we sp- that I've literally just mentioned, so Vic Mensa, Vince Staples, Amine, Goldlink, they don't, they're not appreciated yet. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop Vince Sta- um, Vic Mensa, sorry, off the table for a minute because these, the other ones that I'm talking about, fit in a bit more with that mm-hmm. new age future sound productions electronic in some places mixing around with those kind of sound palettes and i think this generation necessarily our generation is kind of 23 24 upwards don't necessarily appreciate those artists yet but i think the younger generation are more attuned to that mm. that ear and they're more like okay this i fuck with it when they're not listening to trap and all that they kind of get into those eyes and really fuck with them because i think there's a real gen z appreciation for amine um, you really think so yeah like even I, Han, I i've seen Han praise the album a lot and like people in her but i think it's range. the opposite so i think we praise amine vince staples um gold link and then the younger generation are more towards the newer people that are coming out because we so see maybe JPEG because Mafia. they're they're one of the only people that aren't like mumble rapping. Mm. They're like more familiar to what we listen to growing up. So I feel like our generation are more comfortable listening to them. Not mm. really. Mm. But like then I think like the way Gold Link raps flow wise, and like even Vince Staples sometimes actually thinking about it, they flow different to the rappers that are bigger in our generation right now, if that makes sense. Like they've and the future even the production soundscapes. Yeah, like they, they're, on, they're on they're on pockets that mainstream hip hop necess- might not necessarily be ready for yet. So they're in the future, we're going there, mm. but they're already there. So it's kind of like we're kind of like, oh shit, what what's going 100%. on? hundred percent. But like, even I Gold agree. Link, even though Gold Link got a Grammy nomination mm. um last year I still ironically don't see the buzz that he should have. He's released two albums at this point and, also, and none of them have received the sales or magnitude and also, of like reception. Crew was his most mainstream sounding song. Yeah. And even that's not mainstream. That's not it's like not. if you listen to it, it's no, not mainstream. But, but, the, but the most successful. It's most palatable yeah, yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. 
current sounds. Yeah. Because I, I, dis- I disagree with that. I feel like people who, who listen to Vince Staples, Vic Mensa and Golden Link aren't the people. Like, I feel like there'll be um, um, just bad groups to listen to, like your J. Coles, your Kendricks, and if you're going early, like your Jay-Z, your Nazis. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are people, people who don't really, wouldn't, especially someone like Vince. Vince's production, Vince. like... Big Vince, Fish Theory. Yeah. People were not... Hip hop conventionalists were not. No, no, album. but I disagree at all. Even prescriptive hip hop fans would not focus on like a Vic Mensa. But if you think about what Joe Budden, for example, Joe Budden fucks with Vic. Um, Vic. Sorry, I always get Vince Staples. I know, I know, I know the names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but he's just one person though. Like no, but he's an example of someone who is an old head and accustomed to a different sound. And that's why when you said, for example, Nick, when you said they have a different flow, I was like, I don't really understand wh- why that would make a difference because our generation the flow that we've listened to hasn't been the same throughout the entire time that they've been making music? It hasn't, but that flow compared um, in tandem with the different sound palettes and the selection kind of sound pocket, it just, I feel like for hip-hop conventionalists, this you see, because Joe Budden is one person who's in the industry, so obviously he sees, and this is like those old hip-hop platforms, um, dead-end hip-hop, all of them, so they can appreciate because they're in the industry and they have to kind of see the change of everything. They're in music specifically. They fuck with music. They love music. So they would have to, and to move with the times to get your check right, you do mm. have to kind of listen to new artists, talk about new artists. Not all the time. You can still talk about your J. Coles, Kendrick, all of that. But Vince Staples, you would have to move forward and listen to them. And Joe Budden has admitted that his ear before was he he wasn't fucking with the new kids before he was like nah even lma's album he was like he slandered that shit and even like um the likes of her before he stated that he slandered them before he gave them a chance for new eyes so with joe budden and stuff he's willing to change but if you look at the hip-hop conventionalists who are outside the music industry who just buy cds albums who were just fans who were just fans i've still heard the opinion of even a kendrick lamar like even a kendrick lamar they're kind of like Oh no, I'm still not really. And like, even a I'm Drake, still like yeah, like for Drake. They hate Drake. They hate Drake. For prescriptive hip hop fans, Drake, nah, he fucked the system no. up. He's he's the plague no. to the hip hop industry for them. They some mm. of them. So them old heads like who don't actually have to work in music, care mm. about music, look at the change, get an inside perspective from the likes of Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, sit in those offices, meet these artists on in parties. They go to networking parties. So, for example, they may meet a Vince Staples and know that he fucks with rap. You know Vince Staples fucks with rap. So he knows his trajectory. He knows the nights. Mm. He knows all of that. And then Joe Biden's like, do you know what? He actually knows rap. Let me see what he's done here and play the album with an open mind. And then he's like, do you know what? This boy can rap different productions but than I, think, I would yeah, think but, but I like and it so I have two things I think even so obviously I'm known as Joe Biden yeah but I work in music yeah and I definitely could say that my tastes expanding are, are a result of me working in music yeah. especially the company I work in yeah we have a lot of urban artists a lot of <coughs> dance artists and a lot of the rappers we work with are of the future kind of sound they're not like yeah. the stuff I was growing up listening to so um, when you say future do you mean Generational, or do you yeah, mean like, like future sound and sound palace? Oh, we meant yeah. the artist. No, okay. no, no, no. Oh, okay. That's why I was, yeah. No. <laughs> oh, we talk about future. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We talk sec- about future. And secondly, I think the reason why prescriptive hip hop fans and to use your phrase, um, conventionalists are somewhat, um, uh, they disregard the newer guys mm. is because a lot of them, and this goes for singers too, a lot of them don't really seem to know their history and i always say this to people you've got to teach the babies 
and that's kind of trying what I, because Nick is pointing out that my brand is like old school R&B and soul and like educate and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I try and like look, I look backwards to see how things have changed today. Yes. And yeah. mix it with my dissertation, which will have, yeah, shake Marvin, tables. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a piece of Marvin Gaye, Jack Jackson coming sometime. <laughs> <laughs> see, I've got my best, I've got one of my good friends, yeah, to a level where he's saying it on the podcast right now. But... Anyway, so so someone like um, LMA and her, for example, um, less so her, but this is just an example, and it's not—it's not not absolute. I know exactly. But so you know, her did that Aretha Franklin tribute a few weeks ago. Yeah, I was watching the little social media clips where all of them were saying what their favorite songs were, (sighs) and she said, "Boy," and she she said, "Um, "Natural Woman" and "Respect." It's just like, well. Wait, her said this yeah. or anyone? Okay. No, her. Because there was some. But can't those that that could be her favorite song? I'm sorry. Though. No, if you're a singer, singer, if you're a musician, and you like Aretha Franklin, you're not gonna say those two songs. And the reason, and obviously, yeah, and even if you did, you would expand onto why. Yes, you expand. Me, give me the reason. You expand why on why. why. But if you think of Aretha Franklin, there's like five songs that are just the most generic choices: Respect, Natural Woman, yep. um, I Say a Little Prayer. Yep. Um, Ain't no way, maybe. But yeah, where someone That's like I can't remember who else was there, but I think Chloe and Halle said like an obscure. Just like okay, see, I know, I know they've they've studied. Or maybe their PR just yeah. just don't yeah. just make a random one. And true, you know, sometimes you, I mean, you, and PR, that's true yeah. too. You know, maybe Parkwood, Beyonce's camp yeah. have told it like just hey, listen to some random. Old yeah, song, give it like, then other yeah. things like Legacy and Fantasia. They were saying like oh, Bridge Over Chop of Water. Like they were saying. Oh, Vente- yeah, we know, we know. But Vente- when I heard that, and it's not just her too, but. Even like happened with Cloudy recently, a few years ago. Tony Braxton got a Lifetime Achievement Award somewhere. They didn't ask Cloudy what her favorite song is. She said, I break my heart. It's like, nigga, I break my heart. It's a banger. No, but I'm sorry. Once again, all the Tony Braxton songs, that's, that's going to be the most obvious thing. It's quiet. To, it's the most obvious <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> sorry. I had to do it once this week. And, oh. and then, yeah, and then I think, <laughs> so like, and some of these, some of these rappers, some of these rap, <laughs> some of these rappers too. The oh yeah, 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 yeah. They don't rappers, get, they don't know yeah. anything oh. about anything past pre two thousand and two. Your favorite rappers? Oh, you know Foxy Brown, Lil Kim. Like, let's do something different. No, not even like, that. Or why? Not or even why? that. Like, so the new SoundCloud rappers, they're like they're, oh. the furthest they go back to is like Drake and Kid Cudi. That's yeah. like that's the furthest they go. Mm. That's that's. That's old school to them. And it obviously mm. is. It's been 10 plus years, mm. but... And some of them are 17. But, like, with, this is why I appreciate Lil Uzi Vert. This is what I said before. He didn't call himself a rapper, and he made that distinction. This is what this is what important to me. So your thing's the legacy. My thing is the terminology and definitions. So why... This is why I like what um, Lil Uzi did. To find yourself as not a rapper. Like, if you don't want to be in that industry, if you don't want the associations... I don't know. Do I don't know. But like, just be explicit in the fact that I didn't listen to this artist. I appreciate the legacy and what they did and all of that. But I was a more of an X fan or a Y fan, and then explain why you like them. I don't even think it's about being. Word. I don't even think it's about being a fan or not. Yeah. I just think that I feel like even so, even like with artists who came out in the nineties. So I'm going to use Destiny's Child as an example. Yeah. They came out in the nineties, but if you, everyone has seen all the documentaries and interviews, they will like say, oh yeah, we listen to the Supremes and the Emotions and TLC. And these weren't, that wasn't their generation at the time. Yeah. That was 20, 30, yeah, 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 yeah definitely. I feel like it was just a different time where artists who were reared in the 90s, 2000s were actually just being taught to 
go back and study. It was the lineage. Go research. Yeah, it was the lineage go was back, important. Yeah. Learn. Yeah. Learn your genre, learn, learn your peers. Yeah, learn, learn your, your history. history. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas today, it isn't, that isn't the case. Yeah, it's I guess because artists in relation, um, sorry, A&R does not exist as much as it did. And also, I guess you could, there's so many ways to come up. You don't need to come up knowing everything. You yes. can come up with your friend yes. playing something in the, in the, in the car and then you just becoming a, a rapper like the next it's year. True. Little, um, what's his name? Little Pump, for example, like coming up based on your friend in the garage playing a production and you just thinking to do this for fun, you know? Mm. So there, for a lot of artists nowadays, there isn't that enjoyment anymore or that, history or that the, kind of immersing to yourself seeking, to seek knowledge or to be better the best yeah to be, to the be best better exactly. and to be better than your peers and to carry exactly. on the torch and all that kind of stuff those so, yeah, days are gone those days are gone so that is flume featuring um, aside from a few yeah it's like no 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 there's still there, some there that are exist. artists like that now, and even her i do feel like she studies no i she do does. feel like she's like but she in does. that scenario in that scenario you know, no no it's quiet but, but um <laughs> no but no hers definitely i know yeah. she's definitely um no so i wasn't saying that to like no i know out. i know i know but definitely no but i'm saying but in that particular aretha franklin scenario i was like okay clearly you were just booked yeah your manager said this would be a good look for you yeah go go stay yeah. here and you were like let me get my exposure yeah, yeah exactly i'm about yeah. to do that, you know that was aretha, it. come on i know the name aretha but um yes so that is flume jpeg mafia um great collaboration this week and the mixtape is really good sonically as well flume is a great producer um the next artist that i'm going to give you um and i was in two minds to give you this artist just because you know we give quality suggestions here and um this song isn't amazing i'm not going to say it's amazing but what i'm going to say is it's it's catchy okay it's catchy it's easy no um it's catchy (laughs) and it's okay it's for the spring you know it's a spring you know kind of song so this artist is from New York. Her name is um, Ayanis. She's from, no, she's not even from New York, sorry. She is from Texas, sorry. Um, and she was at um, SXXW, um, South by Southwest, in other words, doing loads of performances, grinding, all of that. She signed to Atlantic Records uh, slash Island Prolific, which is an independent label. And she released uh, her Direction EP last winter. And she's been getting booked on like BET and she's grinding. She's grinding in um, America. She's trying to make a name for herself and build her profile a little bit. But um, yeah, she's in this collective of the new age uh, R&B crossover. I think she's like, she might be. I'm not going to speak on her race, but yeah, she is racially ambiguous. But I think she's got color. She's got like, (laughs) she's like, she's got, she's got, she's she's too much. She's a minority of sorts. She's a minority of sorts. Um, But yeah, I'm not going to speak specifically on race because I haven't done that that research on her. But um, yeah, Direction EP, she has a song called um, the self-titled kind of Direction, which is song number six. I think initially I thought this was a Safari production because I've heard the same production that he previewed on his song earlier 2018. But whoever he got the production from was clearly given to um, Ayanis because that song never saw the light of day and she's got this song now. So... Um, yeah, the song's called Direction. It's very Victoria Monet, which if you don't know, she's um, one of Ariana's writers. She's in her camp, Ariana Grande, that is. 
and she's a singer herself very good dancer kind of gives me maya vibes all of that so this song um direction is in that same vein as a victoria monet you know sweet kind of um tones her voice um cool lyrically it's not too it's not too deep but it's cool lyrically um it's kind of telling a guy to follow her direction and like part is kind of a party anthem um it's an r&b kind of um, mid-tempo almost as well um she's got a really nice voice a really smooth voice you can tell it's got depth to it as well um lyrically as i said it's average it's not really great but it's not really bad as well um i think she's got a really good chorus there um, in there which is kind of which is why i kind of thought it was catchy um and i think the ep as a whole is hit and miss there are some records there that she needs to obviously work on but the last three songs i'm gonna say sync well into each other as well um it's clearly in the same kind of r&b topic focus of a breakup you know makeup that kind of thing getting yourself confidence back boosting your um kind of profile and all of that but if you have heard victoria monet's uh music particularly her newer music her last two eps you will like um ianis and this direction ep and i think it's a great introduction to who she is as an artist and you know what she's trying to do as well so that is um ianis uh that's my is that because spell oh a n i something it's a y a n i s oh i'm thinking of someone else yeah no she's really low profile right now but she yeah she's on atlantic i was like oh shoot why are they not i was thinking there's there's, British, there's a british artist called spell a n a i think i know what you're talking about yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i've seen and yeah it's like alternative and stuff like yeah. that um yeah it's good yeah it's really good but um the last suggestion um, i'm gonna give to you is this rapper from the uk called slow tide um and it's called peace of mind so he features on flume's ep as well and i heard this british accent and i was like wait a minute oh we we i'm we, um, collaborating with british as well now this album so um he's actually featured on bbc sound for 2019 he is he's getting amazing press pardon His yeah press has been amazing. no he's really good like he he um is from northampton as well which is great because i hate i love when it's like not from london necessarily as well um he's been getting really good press from the likes of vivo metro um, every damn body everywhere. everywhere so everywhere everywhere yeah. literally everywhere um, he reminds me of an artist that i've mentioned before called jelani blackman um on this podcast before and oh, jelani blackman is just the most underrated artist in rap in this country in my opinion like the, his sound palettes are just so good like he should he is yeah, very underrated he's so underrated and his projects if you listen to them as a whole they're basically his projects that he's released so far are four tracks long each of them um and oh, he's just so good like honestly he's so good but yeah slow tie reminds me of this guy and um he talks about politically charged topics such as Brexit, Theresa May, <laughs> um, all of this going. Hashtag revoke Article Fifty. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not gonna happen. But Flume is a huge look because Flume's no later than the thirtieth of June. <laughs> 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 oh my God, oh, that speech was iconic. <laughs> it was so funny. Um, yeah, Theresa. Theresa. Do you know what? Do you know what? Theresa. Yeah, we're gonna put a bit of nuance. Theresa. Because I hate your guts because of what you've done to my people. Hate you. But 
you made me fucking laugh throughout this whole Brexit tobacco. Like your your, your croaky voice. I know you were ill. That's God spiting you. Um, and also this whole kind of speech that you did on Wednesday. Um, it was that just was so hilarious. Funny. I got my dinner. I got in from work. I got my dinner. I sat down. I turned the TV on. And I was waiting. And you gave you made me wait for 45 minutes. It's fine. Because I got what I needed. Um, and you just gave me everything I needed from England. And she keeps saying until so, so we crap. come to a decision. Nigga, yeah. they have come to a decision. And it's not what you want. It's not yours. It's not yours, it's not yours <laughs> that's, honey. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's not, not yours. yours. And the thing is, she doesn't even want, she didn't even want Brexit. So the thing is, you should actually be happy. But then she's like, talk about all these sentiments about the people. The people and, want um, a decision. A, a lack of real distrust in yeah. our government. Mm-hmm. It's like, nigga, that's already there. Yeah. It been here. The wind rush, there. you know, isolated events have made me distrust you. Anyway, back to slow time. It's really refreshing to hear about British politics and society outside of London. Like, I think rap, as we all know, um, the music epicenter in this country is London. So it's really nice to hear quality artists coming from the likes of Manchester nowadays, the Midlands, all of that. And it's really good that there's a mix of genres, you know, British hip hop. And then you've got R&B artists coming from the likes of Birmingham as well. It's it's really good to see. And it's really good to see that this year, and I, I mentioned it um, on socials earlier this week, that projects I'm hearing... Um, this year so far has been just consistent quality and it could be from ranging levels and that has been a thing i'm not going to discredit the uk has been you know the likes of avelino have released great projects in the past as well little sims obviously too um and different artists at varying levels as well um tiana major nine great artist too in r album ba- oh, did i speak about very that? good album was it this year earlier this year it dropped it was it? This the year. very first yeah, month beginning of the yeah, year january yeah. yeah very good album um Bang. ep um and yeah this yeah this year is it this year, i think this we year we have great talent we've, it, and it's great, been bubbling great. it's been on the peripheries we've heard it jalani blackman big as pig i just said years an EP yesterday. I haven't listened to it yet. big pig um, oh who's that she's like this white soul jazz singer she's really dope. send me the link I'll, really I'll play dope. it big pig big pig it's a stupid name do you know what it'll get, if it gets our attention yeah but um honestly guys like yeah it's been bubbling for years been quality releases as i she's said she's dope like, jalani blackman he is looking at me crazy no it's fine you know so yeah i'm, I'm ready to listen anyway um but i think this year will continue to boost that trend and it will be on more mainstream level you know nsg i I keep bringing them up but nsg doing bits as an independent i hope more independent artists get the both the the visibility and the exposure um that they deserve and shout out you know the show is a bit questionable whatever but big nasty shout out to him for putting them on his show nsg it's, it's just great coastline you know when people are doing well just connect up and like it, give man. exposure you know and the show his show is a formula of a good night kind of show obviously it's a bit funny but whatever but like the fact that he's giving exposure to ice that won't get that mainstream attention yeah. it's great that there's other ways to win you know yeah. so nsg shout out to your promo your pr's been amazing this round um but yeah shout out to um you know what their name actually means uh, oh God! They, I know it's an acronym because I used to actually work with one of them. Oh, really really? Enough, yeah. Um, but I know. Yeah, it's an acronym. I forgot it's what it's called. It's not an acronym. That well, it is kind of. So it's a mixture of Nigerians and Ghanaian. So it's Nigerian slash Ghanaian. That's what it sounds. Is that actually what it is? Yeah. Unity, because mm. those communities, you know, there's, there's history, there's yep. history there. Beef. 
um beef bigger than beef generational um but yeah it's good it's good that they're linking up and winning together the two biggest countries you know in the um african continent winning in this country you know it's great but you know win together get break bread together as a Ghanaian looking nigerian that is nice i was gonna comment on that (laughs) i was thinking (laughs) should i say this (laughs) yelling 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 but yeah slow time um, and the song is called Peace of Mind, which speaks about obviously the mentor and all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> consistently happening. Yikes. I get mixed race. So oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah, I can see that. I can see it. I did actually think you were at one yeah, point. You're not the first. Yeah. <laughs> I know, and I won't be the last. I'm um, usually just light skin. But yeah. Like use your. Actually, you let like me not. Let me look. Problematic. You look like, like you might have a month with Jane. You need to behave yourself. <laughs> you need. <laughs> it's all right, Jane. Listen, it's all right. Sorry. Emily. Emily. <laughs> Mother Emily. Jane, Emily, you know. Oh, Guys, Ellie. just Ellie. just before we have a bit of banter, slow tie peace of mind. But yeah, Ellie, cheeky Ellie. Um, I listen. <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> Sally oh Sue. my god Susie <laughs> Susie yeah bit Susie um <laughs> let's switch it up guys um, all right man what's wrong with you <laughs> is he all right today what's going on uh, the cheeky. energy's back in the room cheeky <laughs> Louise <laughs> <laughs> now nah, Louise's are the worst oh Louise now nah, they're annoying Louise's are they're sorry, the ones that will sorry, complain Louise. to if customer services we, we <laughs> love we love the Louise's listening to don't let the stands though yeah. we love the Louise's then oh yeah yeah because you're not annoying because you clearly you, you got taste. taste. Yeah, you got taste. Tastemakers. Anyway. But anyway, let's get into the... <sighs> Can we talk about Jennifer Lopez? Doing what? I don't want to talk about that thread. I know we got added to do it. I just Doing what? What did she do? Yeah. So yeah. someone's put, someone created a thread. Let's just do it quickly. Wait, is it about the song? But I haven't recently. Yeah. That's old though. That came out last year. That's old news. Year. That's That's old old news. news. Like, I don't news. know why the TLO active fake shops. No, like, no, not even that. Like There was actually an, another thread that blew up like six months ago on the same thing. Yeah. It's, that's old news. And Mar- like Mariah's been, we done And we, that's why Mariah don't like her. Ashanti's been saying this every single interview. Ashanti more. Yes. Yeah, I've just spoken about this in many interviews. Many interviews. How the songs have been, you know. You Brandy has spoken. Brandy has yeah, spoken. Yeah, she's got one of her songs, isn't yeah. she? That's what one about, of the About four. Of well, J-Lo's, oh, wow. J-Lo's team been slithery snakes in this career. So, and the J-Lo and Mariah were once on the same label. So, you know, bear drama happened there. Well, they're on the same label now. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. gone back to Sony. Don't know how they, don't know how they work. Are they assigned to the same subsidiary, though? I believe so. I think they were both, because... Um, Mad. Mariah was on Columbia. Jennifer was on Epic. Yep. I think so. Obviously, Mariah went to Def Jam. Yep. I think she's. I think they're both on Epic now. Yeah. Random thought, but I wonder what LA Reid is doing with his life now. He's he's a company. Company. Hitco, his name company. He has a new company, which is actually doing okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He started it in January. No, he started Who's it he officially signed? in January. Um. Shopping. I'm just asking. No, no but no, no, he signs big. Uh, he LA Reid is a legend. Artist. No, no, no. He's he's got big. Um. LA Reid is. Hit in terms of record executives yeah, and, no, no, and no. producers, he's honestly LA Reed is a legend. Yeah, no, 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 no. And his book is amazing. And the fact that he was able to set that label up really quickly after the epic thing, you know, whether that's true or not, um, it's 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 a testament to his name. You know, the fact that. But he was I don't able know anyone he signed since then. So. I am about to. Load but he'll up be the fine. He has money, so. <laughs> Yeah, in it, and even if he didn't, he didn't need to start this business. And I feel like even though he got he got um dropped from Epic, I feel like people don't really talk about him when they talk about him in the Me Too music conversation. I feel like Ellie Reid has somehow kind of been skirted out, keeping low key. So he signed 
about 15 artists, including Big Boy, DJ Holiday, and Dina Big Jane. Boy. Yeah. What recently? Yeah, like this is well, this year. he's been part. He's been a big a part of Big Boy's whole career. So yeah, so obviously he would hop with the face. Yeah, deal. he's been part of Big Boy's yeah. career. So Dina from Fifth Harmony is on it. But who's no? I know. I know. I know. I know. Who's who's that? I know. But it's something to the article. And, and I was saying it to my friend Sam. Shout out to Sam from like Grape Juice. J.R. Rotten. Do you know that producer's he's a producer. on it? No, but he's on it. But yeah, what's he done recently? What what's the last day he can produced? you just give credit where credit <laughs> you said Dana from Fifth Harmony I'm sorry I'm saying this no but you know what Shafiq for a new label come on son come on Fifth Harmony stands let me just say this quickly it's going to be Camilla and Omani that's it the end so the other three is quiet it's not going to happen for you Lauren you have a great voice you can sing but you, he's the one that's going outside you, you can do yeah no you can you know, do background vocals for him be his demo vocalist be a session singer do you know your 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 humanitarian causes? Speak about legalizing weed and, and LGBT <laughs> issues. That is your lane. Um, who's the other one? Dinah Jane. I don't really know what else you have to offer, so it's just quiet for you. I'm so sorry because it's, it's a shame because she's actually a great singer, but there's just literally nothing unique or remarkable about Dinah Jane on her own. And as for the other one, Ali, you know, maybe you could do like some presenting or something. No. I, th- I, th- I see, like, she could have a Latin American career. No. Okay. <laughs> she's, out here, she's out here releasing songs of Tiger, though. So. I mean, Tiger's a hit, mate. Tiger? Tiger. At some point. <laughs> you know. It's not consistent, but he can climb. Okay, but her debut single featured Tiger, and it was quiet. Hmm. I don't even know which one you're like talking about. Thing. I'm not even gonna lie. Even it, it even the PR push. Even though like, Camilla's trash, Camilla is gonna be. I don't see Camilla here for a lot longer. To be fair, nah. I don't see her the push it. is there. The team. No, but I don't the team, see. Her. No, no, no. The push can be there, but you have to deliver some good. Click honey. farm is there. But you know what, the honey, you need to deliver some goods, and you don't deliver me goods and my on stage. You don't deliver goods anywhere, baby. My friend discusses. We think that for all the push that she clearly is getting from brands and her label management and her press team like it's quite i don't feel like she has like a genuine fan base yeah it's, it's fan bases of other people mm. yeah bit of selena bit of taylor you know whereas i feel like even in a month like i feel like namani is actually developing a fan base she's building she's building a she's fan trying base. to build like yeah. she's getting a push too obviously yeah, yeah no, no 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 i feel like she's a, there's actually like a genuine mm. stock of people and i think there's a genuine intention for her to build a genuine fan base and cross over successfully yeah. i feel like she knows the game Whereas she Camille's, knows the camilla's just feel so yeah. orchestrated so engineered well yep. I, yeah well, no it is camilla was like taylor give me some of your stuff give me a car selena that's all it is selena baby come on She's, whenever team. there's a musical award i always see an advert for camilla cabello yeah like the brits like and i feel like that she bought i feel like she break it was camilla yeah, cabello li- bought her, some her, awards her, her team is spending money yeah they bought that's some why, awards but that's why she's gonna be here but like I don't feel like she will be on that level, though. Do you get I what think, I mean? I, like, I feel like gonna, she won't be gonna, on that level. They, I feel like they're trying to come for Ariana's lane Yeah, Camilla. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I feel like she, she's just not on that echelon of the big pop girls. Like, she, she, she gets exposure and stuff like that. She's on the way, but I feel like the momentum will lose some steam. I just don't I just see know, where she's she, going she's, here. She's releasing a second album this year. I just know she's going to be everywhere. Was that story about her calling Omani the N-word? Oh, yeah. it's true. Yes, We've seen clips. We, we, we've, we've seen, seen clips? I mean, there's been... The receipts are out. Been, the receipts well, are Yeah, out. there's like audios and stuff. Oh. Yeah. And Omani don't fuck with her. The team don't fuck with her. 
there's clear videos where they yeah. don't fuck with her. It's them and us. Even that was the thing about Fifth Harmony. Like when they, well, when Camilla was still in the group, it it just looked like it's it so looked like four awkward, five awkward girls or whatever. Like they weren't a group. Yeah. Like it, you could see that these girls are just business. This is just business. Here for the coin. Here for the coin. Normani was building. I saw that. Love it. And as far as I know, I do think Normani actually is cool with the other three. I think I feel like they're actually. Oh yeah, there I was thought, friendship between Dina and her. Yeah, like, definitely. Like, but Camilla was always on her own. Rightfully mm. so. You were Taylor's friend. You were sitting with the enemy. D. You were trying to build your own career, like in the open, basically. Mm. There was a story where. Uh, even before they broke up and everything where she, Camilla explicitly said, she was like, I went to Taylor's house and started playing the guitar and stuff and started, you know, singing on my own, started experimenting. So basically Camilla saying... guitar? Yeah, like there was a story where they she went to Taylor's house in LA or whatever and they were, you know, fucking around with instruments. Wait, Taylor Swift? No. You didn't know she played guitar? No, I didn't no, know Camilla. Camilla played oh. guitar. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But yeah, sorry, um, Diana Jane is quiet. Okay. Anyway, um, let's get into the news. I don't even know how we got into that. <laughs> <laughs> <To> um, Fifth Harmony. <laughs> I don't even know how we Cause got into Because they're all that. out. Thing, they're all out. They're all signed to major labels. And yeah. It's like, you're, you're not actually going to pop. Mm. Some of you are, are It's not going to be a One Direction situation. Well, but actually, mm. Where they all got bread. You know, even though they didn't all, you know, they all got some kind of bread. There's been they no, got some fan been, base. Yeah. Some of the fan base bought yeah. their album. You know what I mean? They st- all had an ex- a decent they've, they've all had out. decent success yeah. individually. Like they can decent. all say solo career. With oh, I have, I, oh, I have a number one single. Yeah. They have something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tangible. Yeah. They have, yeah. Yeah. Zayn's done, but you think Zayn's done? Yeah, Leave Zayn alone. Like he had a good debut album. I liked his debut album. His second album was really good. Well, the first. It was one. too long. There were good. There were decent songs in there, but it was. It was just. It was just the first. And, and the charts didn't agree with. with yeah, Zane's the charts album. did. Was it fifty six? I think it was lower than that. I'm surprised that Zayn album would go. Why would you release that many songs? No, but it was just a really messy rollout. That whole rollout. That whole rollout. It was just. He could have had a nice chart. Like, it wouldn't have been number one, but he could have got a nice top 10. But he he just didn't engineer it. He wanted to do surprise release. like, you're not Beyonce, stop. Yeah. The thing is, Zayn can still chart, but he's just the whole thing in tandem. The whole thing. No, no, no. I feel like he, he could charts. do top 10. No. no, as in this. No, no. wait, 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 wait. I'm if so this sorry. rollout was different. <laughs> so hold sorry. on, hold on, hold on. If this song was, twi- if this album was 12 songs long, he had it's like not a about good the quality or the quantity. stuff like that. It's just No, but it's the optics. <laughs> it's the optics. He has mental health. He has all of this. Like, so do loads of artists the and, they're f- and they're prospering. No, but that's what the thing. He doesn't want, he doesn't believe in his own career. Do you get what I mean? And there are loads of people who don't believe in their career and they're prospering. I'm sorry, Zayn is just I feel like Zayn could have had a good rollout if the songs yes, were no, there no, no, I agree and all that kind of stuff. He didn't because that is quiet. <laughs> no, and the thing, the reason he didn't have a good rollout is because, as you said, the roll, the album, the number of tracks, the bad rollout, and I feel like he could have had a better rollout. It's and they could have tried. Speaking of rollout, <laughs> Schoolboy Q, what are you doing? Who? Schoolboy Oh, that Q. was terrible. And yeah, the thing is, hey, Schoolboy Q's rollout. Th- those terrible. two singles have just come and gone, yeah, like, and and I'm not here for it either. Do you like them? The new song. I didn't like the Travis. Wait, I thought one, he was no. dropping an album. Was that just me? No, no, it was hype. No, it was hype. Because Kendrick went black and all that kind of stuff and dark. It was like, oh, maybe someone from TDE is dropping an album. He didn't drop an album. He dropped a single, and then I thought he was just going to push the single, but then he followed up with the Travis song and I was kind of like that I, I'm not really listening that came to and that. went in a day yeah did either of them bang the first one I like the visual I, I like it I like it's the visual right. 
The Travis one is commute. But I just hope the album is good because Schoolboy Q is one of my favorite rappers. And I, I really I, wanted to have I loved Blank Face. I loved the Blank Face yeah. album. That was a good ass <laughs> album. Mm. And Oxymoron still bangs. Hello, Color Greens. Classic. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's one of the best on his roster, to be fair. I don't think Hands down. I don't think there is a crap artist on TD, in my opinion. On TD, on TDE. But um, yeah, I hope he has a good rollout. Uh, fixes what yeah you even if you have to scrap this whole whatever happened the other day just we go again like maybe you have to go again because i just when i heard uh, it i just kind of thought that this wasn't this isn't the song to come back with yeah i feel like if i heard it on the album i'd appreciate it yeah yeah, i don't dislike the song yeah it's not just the second the second one um but the first single (laughs) i did like but i just kind of was like this ain't school boys Mm -hmm. what was the first single from blank face it wasn't that part. It was a song before that. No, it that. wasn't. Um, oh, I can't even bother. Was it Blank Face? Was it the title track? I feel like that w- that was it. Then he released Overtime. Yeah. But um, yeah. That was a really unexpected, like, cool song for me. Like, it was... And unexpe- and, oh, such a random um, lineup of eyes. That's what I mean. It was just Schoolboy Q, Miguel, and Justin Justine Sky. Sky. But it, it worked, but... Yeah. No, that's a great I song. I like the video. The video is great. It's a really too. good song. Really good video. But yeah, no, um, I look forward to his album when it comes up. But anyway, let's get on to Kodak Black. Oh, we talk about Kodak first? You want to talk about Kodak? Um, okay, so um yeah. if you've been li- if you've been living under a rock, um, Kodak Black has come back again <laughs> with an open law case, uh legal case that is, uh pertaining to sexual assault. So just to, there's an open case, yeah. Ah. Um, and yeah, that's not the story though, but I'm just giving context and stuff. So, um, he's so ugly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're not doing that. Let's not bring up the looks in I'm this. Sorry. <laughs> Two different things. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's not like Shopper just really had to say that. <laughs> the way you said <laughs> And it's, it's going to sound so mean, but, but let's say anyway. Let's not let like, Two different like, things. Two different camps, He could actually be in the thriller video. And he wouldn't need to do any extra makeup. Shop a. Like if this just, is if two <laughs> different conversations. Okay, sorry, I'm done. Two different conversations. Two different conversations. Okay. Anyway, sorry, um, the, the kid fury me jumped out. It sorry. did. It, the kid it fury leaped out. Anyway, because you know the, the kid fury and Chris will be going in on on Kodak Black, and it's so fucking funny. This guy. Why do I record with Shop a? Anyway, um, Young M A. The ghetto was attacked this week. Mm-hmm. Um, she was attacked. So basically, Kodak Black, yeah, his ass has done some more problematic stuff. This was um, this was extremely bad. <laughs> this um, was very bad. Yeah, so just, just a bit of a context as well. So Kodak Black has um, taken shots at MA before in songs, uh, calling her a dyke and all sorts of that. Um, like a dyke man, you niggas can't fuck with me. That's what he's rapped before. Um, so he went on Instagram live uh, and stated, I'm trying to get the full quote for you guys, um, but basically he was... One of the links should be the full timeline. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get up. Did he like basically say she was cute? Yeah, yeah, he did. Did he say, was, like, how you, how you a woman and you don't like you dick don't in like, your... You don't like, yeah, don't like dick in your pussy. don't like getting yeah. penetrated. Um, like yeah, it reminds so me of something Brent Fire said, which I'll get to So, B, previously, he said... Wait, oh. wait, 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 wait. We'll do that after. 
Previously, okay. he said both of y'all can get he it. He still makes better music than Khalid, though. So. Both of y'all can forget this. Both of y'all can get it um, in a picture with Nicki Minaj and <laughs> Young Young and Ray. So that's that's uh, yeah. Sorry, that is um, something he said before, and then he dismissed her sexuality. So if those who don't know, Young Ma is openly gay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to like find the actual statement though. This article isn't giving it to you. Hold on. So on the new track, uh, Kodak Black compares himself to a lesbian using the word strap as a metaphor for his firearm and prowess in the bedroom. So basically the lyric that he's refer that's referred to that's sparked up the controversy this week is on the second verse of um on on his new track uh, and it's pimping ain't easy just for reference so it's <laughs> i'm i don't want you to listen but obviously just reference um i'm fucking young and may long as she got a coochie um say she got the strap and the tuli say she can put the crack in her booty so that is the lyric that caused huge controversy um and yeah, like um, Young M.A. said that he's weird. Uh, he's a little weird. He's been weird. Um, and she didn't seem angry about it. And she said, I'll holler him tomorrow uh, if I get the chance to see him. Y'all do this internet shit too much, bro. I don't like the internet shit, bro. I don't like this internet shit. I deal with my issues in person. Y'all dick eating that shit like a motherfucker. Chill. If I don't care about it. Why do you not? Why do you care about it? I guess it's because um, of what it represents, and that's what I was gonna say. I think it's because of what it represents. So yeah, to sum it all up, guys. And then he did say yeah, Kodak Black said that coochie reference on the song, and he also said, "How can you have a vagina and not like getting penetrated?" Yes, and that's what he said in reference to the song when called out on it on IG Live earlier this week. And yeah, young young MA has seem seemingly kind of brushed off the remarks and stuff mm. like that. So um, how the internet reacted was obviously yeah, in nice. the way that we thought they would react. Um, actually, do you know what? I didn't actually think they would react like that, and it got so such widespread criticism. Can I just um, say the funniest? Like, obviously, it's not funny, but can I say the funniest thing about that video? What? After he makes the oh, comment, video. Yeah, yeah. After he makes the comment, the way he moves the camera because he realizes what he said afterwards. Yeah. Like, if you hear the way the cam, like when when he like turns the camera away from himself and it, like, it's outside the window. If you play those last two seconds just by itself, it is fucking hilarious. But obviously, it's a terrible yeah, situation, no, no, no. but at the same time. Um, so, in my opinion, obviously, what this represents is misogyny, like, mm. one thing. Feminophobia. Uh, pardon? Feminophobia. Feminophobia. Um, there's just a lot Homophobia. of Homophobia. Uh, okay. There's, like, a lot of societal things it represents, and I think... Erasure. <laughs> pardon? Erasure. Yeah, yeah, obviously erasure as well. Um, and I think it's as well not understanding sexual identity as mm -hmm. well, because I think there's a lot of conflation between the um, transgender community as well in that in that video as well, because he's like, how do you have a cute, all those kind of stuff, those references to um, body parts and all that kind of stuff. There's a lack of understanding. There's a lack of nuance. Um, I'm not excusing it, but as we know, 
um, or don't know, Kodak Black obviously dropped out of school like a lot of these new age rappers, so clearly didn't get the education. Um, but even outside of that, there's Google. That's what I'm saying. There's Google. There's um, the whole industry that you're in as well. People in there of that community, you could have phoned up Young M.A. Mm. countless of times said, yo, is this lyric okay? What does this mean? Like, there's... You know, and even if... No, but you shouldn't be making... No, I know. Even, no, even, if, no, even if you are ignorant and then you... But, but speaking to members of that community or whatever that you don't understand and asking would be a point of reference to just kind of you're do. just minimizing or googling you know googling you're minimizing her experience and her identity yeah and this was going back twice about brent fires so brent fires said something along the lines of girls aren't lesbians you're just not getting hit right oh i saw that i saw that on twitter yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he like, tweeted sir, that yeah yeah yeah, so yeah. i forgot about that so so but his music slaps right better than khalid's is that what I said? Someone said there's something in the water with these new age R&B males because there's other people that we're getting to in a minute that made some comments this week as yeah, well. His music, so, yeah, yes, his music, his music slaps. And yes. Brent has made some other comments yeah, as well. Yeah, he's, he's kind of a nigga. There's been kind of related Yeah, he's stuff. a bit of a nigga. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so... Um, yeah, no, Tweet um, deletes. Kodak Black, uh, yeah, there's not really much to be said here. Obviously, this was just very... I wasn't surprised, but it just kind of did verge. It was kind of verging on harassment. It's like it is harassment. It's kind of like this entitlement. It was like it was, it was just reeking of entitlement. Uh-huh. It's just like oh, but I'm a man and you're a woman with a vagina. Like how can you not like dick? How could you not want to get fucked? Yeah. It's like nigga, because she's a lesbian. Yeah, that's why. And also, I'm sure she's tried the waters and it wasn't for her. She sunk to the she didn't even need. She might not have needed to try the. Water. Exactly. She might not need it. Exactly, to try the but like she's a lesbian. She yeah. doesn't like men. Mm-hmm. The end. Mm-hmm. And someone said this. I think it was IVA on Twitter. She said, I "Oh, could IVA. you imagine how the it's to be if the tables were turned? Mm. Ooh, mess, mm. mess. Imagine, imagine a gay guy just trying it hard on a on a straight guy like this, or vice versa." It'll be a mess and everyone would come out in droves come out in droves and start saying all this shit but yeah but yeah i like you nicholas i was surprised to see the widespread <laughs> criticism from people in the hip-hop community yeah that's what surprised me i knew obviously mainstream media was gonna be like yeah whatever. yeah but um to be honest i didn't even think i, I didn't even know that it would gain as much no, news exposure that was a that massive story because i saw it on the like on you know twitter reporters and stuff like that i saw it on that kind of realm level but then I saw the likes of EVA comment. It knew EVA would obviously comment on the culture and stuff. But then I saw main mainstream as yeah, well ma- platforms outside of hip hop. People were writing well. about the story, and I was like, okay, like well, Kodak really ruffled a lot of feathers now. But I think, um, no, but I think that's because it's Kodak Black, though. I think because he already has a history of being an idiot, yeah, and doing you know having all these criminal offenses. I yeah. feel like I don't, I could be wrong, but I feel like if it was another rapper that isn't as problematic or that doesn't have as many legal issues tied to his name. This might have not necessarily been swept under the rug, mm-hmm. but I felt like it wouldn't have been the massive news storm yeah. that it was. I think it's because Kodak Black already has a history with sexual mm. abuse, not just drugs or yeah, violence. Yeah, like yeah. You have sexual abuse yeah. and allegations an open case. An open and case. rape allegations yeah. and stuff like that. So and been to prison so for those. Yeah, exactly. So for now some of those. You're now sexually harassing a woman yeah. and questioning why she doesn't want you. Yeah, doesn't want you. Yeah. Oh, well, let's see what J. Cole says in his next song about oh Kodak Black. God. And also, I think... J. Cole! Oh. I think, like, also, I just want to point out that um, Kodak Black, this, like, isn't the first time on a societal level you've 
come at a particular group of people. You've come consistently at black women, consistently. Mm. Dark skin, um, black dark skin, black women. The girl at the airport. There's been multiple. Oh, I forgot about that. He's of an you being problematic, which is why He's I actually extremely problematic. And, and the thing is, this is why cancel culture obviously doesn't exist on an individual level, whatever. But this is why I can't play that song with Dreezy and Kodak. I just can't do it like it anymore. I used shame. to play it, and I love that song. I love that song so much. And Dreezy, Dre- what Dreezy specifically does to that song. And six slack. Six black, slack, slick, six slack. Black to me. Anyway, what he does on the slack. song is black to me. Anyway, what he does is fire. Like what them two do in tandem. Kodak could could have actually been here all day. Yeah, it doesn't really see, matter. That's the thing. That's actually, that's and the, that's the, if she was smart, would have just that's cut the him the off and made guy. the song as he well. He didn't even bang on the song anyway. Yeah, like he didn't even fine. bang yeah, on the song. It's actually So he was just there. Yeah, like, you know, you know, whatever. But um, Kodak... Like, like Black could have had a verse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, Kodak Black, I think because that you were unfortunate, it's not even unfortunate, it's lucky actually that this was um, on IG Live and a video and all that kind of stuff to just help build on the stuff that you've said before and all of that. But um, I'm happy that the visibility was there. Um, it's a bit... I wouldn't say disappointing. It's not. It's not disappointing it's no, to me. I'm but it's surprised. just young Ma's like reaction to it. I guess is mature. Well, we don't know I'm, what she. Like we don't know what she's she very done. Mature. We don't know what she's done in the behind the scenes and stuff like that. And but I just hope. I hope calm. that she knows what. Ha- I I hope that she's aware of the levels of this shit. I hope she's. That's oh. the only thing. Even if it's not aggression, you don't have to react in anger. You don't. But I just hope that she's aware of comments that are being said. And the same with black women. It's kind of like the whole R. Kelly and black women being like unaware mm. and like what you said. Like, I just hope she's aware of the systemic kind of things that are happening right now. And in and the actual dynamics of... And the dynamics, the dynamics, the system. And the, the power plays between the power her plays. and him. Just awareness and awareness of well, who, you, who even you outside of Kodak like Black, I've heard, I've, I feel like, He's not the first rapper to say something homophobic about her. No I, no, I, no, I I can't say for sure, but I feel like I've definitely seen a tweet or I've heard a reference in an interview by someone in the culture saying something negative. In, in oh yeah, like every her. well, not every guy, but like it's been a common thing that you know every cisgen um heterosexual um not every, but like it's been a wide kind of spread thing to like the the taboo kind of to be have a sexual experience with lesbian. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's a th- it's a thing in porn. It's a thing mm. in you know what people discussed about in school. Like it's it's definitely a thing. You know, in they're sexualized. Lesbians are sexualized and they're kind of fetished. All of that kind of stuff. And so that's where it comes from as well. But then also the dynamic of um, her acting masculine as well it just it, it almost i guess would irritate men as well kind of mm. like oh like don't come for my gender role like because it's not she's not just get in the bed not bitch just, like not that just, kind of she's shit. not just into women she performs as a male mm-hmm. or masculine she presents herself like a man so that definitely ruffles feathers and people don't know what to do with that because hey but it wasn't so visible, I guess, before. And I'm not, it's not an excuse. I'm just saying it wasn't so visible. So it might irritate even more that mm. it's visible and successful. A lot of, a lot of heterosexual women, whether they're joking or not, find attraction mm. in young MA, whether it's mm. a fetish, whether it's another mm. fetish or genuine attraction. And that must irritate 
you know, um, the men, the men in the hip hop community as well, and wider, even wider as well. But, but yeah, um, that's Kodak Black. Yeah. Any thoughts, Eden? Uh, when it comes to people that do certain things and there's a, like a repetition with behaviors, I'm just like, what else did we expect, really? Yeah. I wasn't um, surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Kodak. Kodak. At the same time, yeah. I'm just not. I'm not as passionate about it because I know nothing's going to be done about it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. our faves are still going to prop them up anyway. Mm. Kodak's so. still going to chart. <laughs> well, well still his last right album debuted at number one. So yeah, no, Kodak's successful, hella successful. Um, and that's why I just think it's just this is why. And I said it said it a few weeks ago about the R Kelly thing, right? Well, Michael Jackson thing too. That like, there's mm-hmm. a life outside of on of the online yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. And like it may seem like online that these people are being fucked with, but Kodak Black is out here and he's booked. Yeah, booked mm. and busy, and he will be. Festivals are still. There's no festival backlash. There's no cancellation festival. Like this is what I'm saying. You have to. This is what I'm saying. Like people love to say, even like yeah, it, the optics, like the optics of online and stuff like that. Go to Google, do your stats. Let's look at how artists generate money. Touring charting um and obviously releasing music collaborating all that kind of stuff brand deals brand partnerships go do your google sabrina claudia is still building busy as well the optics see, online see, no but the thing is with her I've, I've, me and you've said I've, we've had this discussion numerous times i understand cancer culture definitely is very there's a lot of gray echo chambery and there are gray areas but sabrina claudia i can say even though yes she is getting booked there has been a marked decline in her profile since her little a mm. little controversy because mm. you said yourself there was a push being made with her yeah there was a push she was a, she was about to blow last year i that's in question for me she was there was a push but i don't know if she was about to blow that's a different okay thing. no but but there was a push i will agree with you of that and there that was push, push quickly was subsided but the thing with me is i think maybe i don't disagree with you because you have nuance people online don't have nuance and the thing with people they're like no, she's completely off the radar. She's no, no, in the, no. In the cle- in the fucking um caves of nowhere. No, this girl got a no. fan base. She got a fan she base. She sells out her own yeah. little tour date. She's sure. on fucking Coachella. The pr- I'll give you that. But the visibility went a yeah. grade down. What I'm saying for there her was is, a grade down. she re- she prematurely reached a plateau. Yeah, I feel like the state she is in now, that's where she's staying. I feel like she could have, and I, it's a shame because I did love her music. I did feel like she was a she was gonna be. There was, po- there was a girl, yeah. indie R&B. Was, and I think she she was signed to Atlantic or someone, a major, in the last couple of months. So, like I said, there was there was efforts being made to prop her to up. To push her up. But because of that, it, she reached a plateau prematurely. So, yes, she has her deals. She has her shows. She'll release music, mm. whatever, whatever. But that's it for her. Yeah. I don't see her reaching over yeah. that plateau. The thing Whereas is... someone like Credit Black, it doesn't matter at all. He's just yeah. Prosper, prosper, prosper. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Sabrina, so no, I wouldn't say she's cancelled completely. No, because she's mm. still making a living off her music. That's what I'm saying. That I rate it no. fiscally yeah, as well no, as exposure. Yeah, no. People on Twitter are the chinese shit. Yeah. She's still around. She's yeah. st- if you go on her Twitter, we're you go still on her out website, here. She's still, she's still happy. She's, she's still, still on Instagram still posting happy. shows. But you know. no, but I definitely can say that she definitely, that she definitely did shoot herself in the foot. Yeah. No. Yes. Okay. Yeah. She spied herself. She's, she's probably the, she's probably the only person I can say that cancel culture has worked to an extent. That's There's the a discussion. Only person. We can have a discussion, yeah, about her. But um But I think that's because she was rising though. Mm. I feel like if she was established, then if maybe she got above. Yeah, waters, exactly. It would have been a different scenario. If she was established, yeah. it's kinda like when Scissor started blowing and people were trying to like bring out her old homophobic tweets, but by that point Scissor was too established. Oh yeah. So it's like people kind of still call her problematic yeah. under the yeah. and her old tweets, but Sabrina was still 
rising. Mm. Largely unknown to certain circles, so it's kind of like easy to throw her away. Yeah. At least via our world of the echo chamber. Mm. But yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But it's just, yeah. I but Kodak's too way to establish at this point. Just to clarify for listeners as well, though, um, the way I see cancel culture is fiscally and exposure wise and how like how it looks on that level. So Chopin has a definite point on exposure. She went down a grade or two. But um, in terms of money, the girl eating. Oh, no, she she's fine. good too. Um, anyway, let's move on to the R&B star that I was referring to earlier. Um, this didn't surprise me either. That I need in the this did not surprise me either because not that he's from Canada, like stupid Waka Flucker and co made the point that he's Canada, so racism doesn't exist. It exists. Who it's said very that? prominent. Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. Oh, Rivera. God. So she said he's Just, from... No, 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 they were angry. They were, they were angry at him. They were angry. Tammy Rivera, we don't need to hear anything yeah. from you there was a clip hold on there was Love a clip and hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold <laughs> on there was a clip hold on hold on tammy rivera let me explain for the listeners so there was a clip of walker and tammy talking about talking about this situation which i'm about to explain and they were like the niggas from canada that he wouldn't know don't speak about our issues um nigger and we'll pull up on Is you Walker Canadian? Kind of stuff uh no waka said about him he's talking about canada oh. canadian issues so you need to worry about canadian issues because racism do- and then tammy was like because mm. racism don't exist there what the fuck so is waka, that? i'm not putting words in your mouth i'm putting words in your wife's mouth just to be very clear tammy. what kind of ingrate are you hm. but that's a common perception among She's people from the united states no but you so need to do the no, continent. No, 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 you're no. on the same i'm so continent. sorry being black is shit everywhere yeah. i'm sorry it's, yes, there's levels and varying um, um, degrees of how mm. shit it is, but how can you just? But Canadians, Indigenous people are getting how can you bad flat right out? Now. How can you flat out say racism doesn't exist in Canada? What? When were you? Did a whole nav say the M words? A whole Thank nav you. said the M word, like and profited. But I know? think she's talking about a different type of racism. I don't care. Racism, racism, racism is racism. Racism is words racism. mean things. Racism is racism. Discrimination, mm. me getting and called power. the M word on a bus means something. You know, the same way as you know people dying. Well, not the same level, but like people dying and stuff like that. And then outside of that, Daniel trauma. Caesar, Canadian or not, you're a black person who's a visible person, and you have a mainstream. Who spends a lot of time in America now? Exactly. Your, career, your whole career. Yeah, your whole career. Well. is based in America. You yeah. have an American fan base. Whole Grammy. The picture with you in a Grammy. You're like, in the States, I'm sure we? there are several people who think he's American. Yeah. So exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think same thing. Same thing. Even though it's so stupid if you fling this because he reps it every minute. Drake. So like Drake think Drake's American. Justin Bieber. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Justin Bieber definitely. Um. So yes. Let's explain the situation for you. Contextualize if you haven't. If you've been living under a rock. I think it's been the week of IG lives. To be honest, people. It's been the week of IG lives. So Daniel Caesar, um, was. Referring to no jewels, uh, Juliana Goddard. Why are you hurting yes jewels? Pardon? Why are you coming for yes jewels? Why? Me? Or no, that's I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, in it, the thing is, him. the thing is, the case was closed. Okay, we we already we already decided what who <laughs> yes jewels was. Joe Biden had spoke, Scotty had spoke, Karen had spoke. The case was closed. The envelope was sealed. We were done with it. It was posted. It was posted to the sender. But now you want to bring back. You want to come back. So he was on IG Live. He was drunk. He was with his team, which visibly doesn't seem to have a lot of black people in it. I'm not saying that you should, and but I'm just saying. Even, and that even that is an issue. How yeah. could you be with your team and they allowed you yeah. to do this? So you're with your To be team. honest, because his team weren't black. That's why. And no, no, no. non-black black people or, don't care for black, black people. Or not, I'm sorry, but surely they should have seen that this is going to fuck up the bag. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? All of his team look visibly young. They all look visibly hipster and they all look visibly like they were all drunk look too. Like so it was a drunk night. It was Shoreditch in Canada or wherever he was saying this speech. But um, basically, he came. 
This is what black women talk about, okay? For black men caping for black women. Uh, I mean, for white women, okay? This is what it is. And the great time have impeccable timing because they were right in the center of it between beginning and end with the Daniel Caesar thing. They were slap banging the week in the middle. And but Ash yes. made a good point about how the gatekeepers are not doing their job. Exactly. Because someone said something about how people are sneaking in. To yeah. To know the gatekeepers are letting them in. People like Daniel mm, Caesar. Yeah. People like Murder Mook. But even the thing is, even in the beginning, these people can slip in because their past comments aren't even being checked and people aren't realizing what's happening. It's all playground talk. People just like, oh, they just said this, doesn't even matter. But, but let me shut up. Explain the but story. But yes, Daniel Caesar. So, um, the, as I said, the envelope was sealed, sent off. Daniel Caesar comes onto IG Live drunk. But, you know, we've all been drunk and he seems the type of drunk to know what he's saying, just has more vim. So he had more vim, you know. He's usually quiet. But um, came on IG Live. <laughs> the article actually says don't drink on social media. That should be made a notice. Um, anyway, we're... Um, oh, he's such an idiot. I don't even want to read this. Um, okay, so we're being so mean to Jules. Why are we being so mean to Jules? That's what he asked seemingly everyone. Seemingly everyone. But then he wanted to clarify that it's black people he's talking to. So, um, yeah, he goes in. Why are we now being so mean to white people right now? He asks, he asks more widely. He claims that we're too sensitive, okay, as black people. Said we can't take a joke. He said that he had to face the awkward incident with Dave Chappelle the week before, where Dave Chappelle referred to him as gay, as a, a seemingly joke or whatever. Um, I had to, in the moment, acknowledge that I was being fucking sensitive, he said. People are allowed to say what the fuck we want. But he yes, continues to say white people have been mean to us in the past. He agrees that that's the thing. Um, are we the winning culture right now, he asks. Are we at the top of society, he asks. We're not. And you can't win the game by choosing to not accept the winning team strategy, which makes no fucking sense. Um, you have to acknowledge, because how would you win if you just succeed to the, uh, anyway, I'm not even going to get into just that. Just finish the You statement. have to acknowledge the strategy and then build a strategy on top of that. How would you build if you're in it? Anyway, Nick. being a victim doesn't get you paid. <laughs> it does with some people, because yes, Jules, it got her paid. Nick, finish the statement. No, I, um, I finished that paragraph, so <laughs> I can comment on the paragraph. Anyway, no. Because um, there's a particular point that you said about we need to follow their rules or something. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like um, that. I've said what I said before and you all tried to cancel me and I apologize like a bitch. I don't believe in that shit because I think you guys are wrong and I'm right, so I'm going to say it. Clearly drunk at this point. No, I respect that though. Don't listen to my next shit if you think I'm shit. That's actually true, you know, I may not have to say it's shit. It's coming with them. Make me broke. Make me suffer for my opinion. I believe in it. Okay. No, Rust I, 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 I'm going to be real. Like, I respect that. Like, I don't respect his. No, I know statements. what you mean about his. I said what I said. I get it. No, he's, no, not even, I get he's not going to backtrack like, two days later. No, it's, yeah. it's not even just that. A lot of it's people final. who kind of apologize for stuff that they're kind of cancelled for, yeah. they don't actually mean it. They don't mean it or they don't seek education yeah. from it. So the yeah. fact that he's saying, I truly believe this, yeah. and no matter what you do, I will still say it. Yeah. I can, I At least he's being explicit, yeah. you know? So I can really not fuck He's with being you frank. Now. You know, it's fine. Um, still an idiot. Yeah, still a dummy. So, yeah. And hair don't look nice. 
Sorry. Yeah, he said black people should be more like white people. Mm-mm. See that in itself. Okay. And employ their methods and not be sensitive like them. What? What? Okay. And not be sensitive like them and let them joke about black people and say how they really feel about black people's situation. Um, and that's pretty much it, guys. You've got the main crux of what he said. Um, and Joe Budden has actually had a conversation with him. I haven't heard the conversation DeRay, on the podcast. Allegedly. DeRay loved to insert his nonsense, yeah, his capitalism gain himself, um, and try to insert the narrative that he spoke to Daniel and said what does that a lot even of mean? learning. Like, what? Why Deray, did you tweet it? DeRay Why said did you tweet that, it? said that like, he's like the authority of black people's opinions. Like, no one cares hey about guys, you no more. I've spoken to We like, good. We good. Like, he's like, like we good like, black people. Education has begun. Yeah. Like, we good. Like, it's like when Katy Perry came Because Because like Katy Perry documentary was was, like, the live video was shit. So you clearly speaking to celebrity does absolutely nothing. You speaking to Hillary Clinton done absolutely nothing. So shut the fuck up. You being up. at the beauty walls did nothing. And although Karen Civil, I mean, I like her like She's that. She's trash too. But she inserted her narrative about Haiti into actual political progress. So I will give you that. But you, DeRay, and Karen's not even in politics like that. So for you, DeRay, to come and keep talking about do these kind of stuff, still trying to do activism, release the book, all this kind of stuff. So um, for the fact that you keep stating you're doing stuff and I'm not seeing nothing, you're another Sean King in my books. It's another Sean King. Anyway, it's not about DeRay. It's about um, this guy, Daniel Caesar from Canada. What do we think about, because I love Canadian music too, it's really sad. But um, what do you think about this situation, guys? I'll give my thoughts in a bit. But what um, Well, I don't know if you guys remember, but when Kanye went all anti- um, He caped for him too. Yeah, yep. when he was talking about slavery yep. was a choice yep. and MAGA this, MAGA yep. that. Daniel Caesar, he said something, then deleted it. I can't yeah. remember what he said. Tweet delete. He and said so did Brent Fires. I think that's what it was as well. Brent Ugh, says Brent. something too. Amazing music yeah. though. Tweet delete. But you like Daniel Caesar music, don't you? Hmm. It's a gender, so. I'm just saying, he makes great music. Yes, he does. And Brent Fires does too, but unfortunately, he's an idiot. Who? Wait, what? Brent Fires makes great music too, but unfortunately, he's an idiot. Unfortunately, he makes mm. great music. Daniel Caesar's an idiot, mm. but unfortunately, he's talented. Just like many other artists, so I'm gonna give Brent one more chance. If I see some stupidity, it's over. Like it's really gonna be over. <laughs> that lesbian comedy made was very ignorant, though. That was very ignorant. But in terms of Daniel Caesar, I didn't see the but back to Daniel comedy. Caesar. No, I'm joking. I'll Google um, it. Yeah, so he's already caped for Kanye in the past, but I feel like people forgot about that. So once again, I wasn't surprised by this, but I think what surprised me was the as he kept going on, like he really tried to. Um, give white people the, the victim complex mm-hmm. it's like you really are going about this the wrong way and i understand what he's saying about how to an extent um fyi about you know <laughs> needing to move on and you know change diversify our strategies and tactics if we're gonna overcome but you cannot compare your issue with dave Chappelle to this jules thing yes jules wasn't joking about anything this is who she is this is who she's always been She's continuing to act like this way. She's taking money opportunities from black people, black women specifically. She's said openly anti-black things. She's clearly, like, clearly she's an enemy of progress, an enemy of the culture of word commas. Like, this is, she's, she's indefensible. She's not. So yes, she's your friend, whatever. And maybe some things were funny to you. To you, because you know her personally. But we don't know her. And also her targets aren't really facing... Him. 
Thank you. It's mainly black women. Thank you. Pull on the bus because so it's just I like I want to know her personally. I don't know why this. Is, I don't know why this is the hill you want to die on. And and I just want to say to your team, your team is just disgusting and terrible. I don't know what team would allow you to be drunk on IG Live to say all of this. Why or not? They should have been like, okay, turn this off. Mm. This isn't. This isn't going to be good. So um, all I want to say is I want to revoke Goddard from Yes Jules's name. So her name is now just Jules Yes or Yes Jules because there's no way she's repping my people. So that's all I wanted mm. to say. Imagine if you but isn't Goddard his Hispanic? What? Or Latin? What? You, you, did you want to remove her last name? Is yeah. Because they have the same last name. We have, we have the same last name. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> imagine if you do oh, some shit. Imagine I'm actually done. Imagine yeah, if you yeah, do yeah, some yeah. research. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So you're trying yeah, to yeah. say I'm Spanish. That was good. No, no, no. I was, oh my God. <laughs> imagine sorry. if you do some research and Yestras is like either fifth okay. cousin or something. I wouldn't be surprised, man. And if she is, you can get on the plane. You can take my slap with you. <laughs> you, can do, you can do that. Let me just look through my suitcase. Uh, you can look through your suitcase. You know, this is for all black women and black people. Get the fuck out of our culture, bitch. Get the fuck out. That's but, it. But okay. And it's like, why is Daniel Caesar going this hard? But also, for okay, here's the only a white woman. But here's the yes, question. Jewels of why, all people. why do we need to... Like I understand, I understand where the anger's coming from and everything. But like Daniel Caesar, is this the hill? Like of all people, fucking Daniel Caesar. What do you mean to get angry at? Yeah. <laughs> Why are we listening to Daniel Caesar when he talks? I don't understand. Like just <laughs> sing best part, play the guitar when her is singing, and that's what I mean. Wait, and his that's career, it. His career, all this nigga had to do was shut the fuck up and continue that run. You know, that's Listen, all of them. So all I want from Daniel Caesar is violence. That is all I want from Daniel Caesar. Like that's, that's it. all we have to do. Keep releasing music. Shut the hell and up. This goes if you're for not all, informed, shut this up. This goes for all artists. And the thing is, I'm actually confused at how this keeps happening. Like, surely these artists see how other artists get um, clapbacks and backlash when they say or tweet certain things. Like, so why do they now think that they can tweet something and be okay? But it's interesting you say that because when I think it was Nick mentioned Katy Perry, I was thinking to myself, Katy Perry for me was an example of um, how like mu- the music industry use black rage to like push up artists because recently um, she released a shoe line, oh trash, um, which featured like an image of like a gollywog type it thing on it. Basically. Yeah, and. I could just tell by the way it was released, it was supposed to kind of make us angry to yeah. kind of propel her. Because Katy yeah. Perry's been doing bad for yeah. a while. Like, she has been doing terribly. She's been trying to create loads of controversies, like when she went on stage with Amigos mm-hmm. and was doing foolishness. Oh, my God. And stuff like that. But that it was per- that but performance. But it was just, I just want to say give It up. was proof to me that these, let's say, industries like Black Rage. They like getting us angry to the point where we push and do the marketing Visibility. for them. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Daniel Caesar drops a song soon. Um, I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't really drunk. I'm one of those conspiracy theorists that are like, they do this for a reason. Because mm-hmm. there's no way, as you said, a team is going to let their artist, well, one of their him. biggest artists no, no, if as he was well. By, if he was by himself, I, you know, fine. Niggas mm-hmm. are dumb. But the fact that his label was right there, but the thing is, we don't know if it was his label or just like no. He team. said it. He said these oh. are these are. I thought he said his. Did he say it's his team? He said it's his team. team. No, but team is very like a and he broad said we term. Work, he said Golden Child Recordings. That's his label. But that's his label. That's the. He's thing not that signed I mean. to a major. No, that's the thing. That's what I mean. So I feel like the people are actually his friends as well. Like they don't necessarily have 
as much. Not not all of them have that knowledge or. But, still, but even then, no, but it's still, still a business. Yeah, they're still yeah, investing yeah, yeah. in his career. They're still and they still profit from him. Yeah, yeah. So how can you let your client? Where these your friends? I are? feel like they were all drunk personally, and they were. But just why like, would you let him go? Nick, if that was my money, like. I would snatch the phone out. But of I feel like, no, <laughs> but it was part. No, but the thing is, hold on, hold on, the clip, the clip. <laughs> yeah, I would have done that too. But the thing is, the clip was a part of a longer IG thing. So he didn't go IG live to specifically say this. He was talking to fans and then he said, yo. But he was like, rambling for a while though. Up. Pardon? He was rambling but for whole, a while. No, no, no. It's in like the whole clip was like probably like a long segment where he was talking to his fans, answering questions. Yeah, no, questions, I get that. And then but it that got little to that section part. was like a good seven minutes. No, no, no. Of Someone course. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and I, I think the a person with business at the forefront of their mind would have done that. But I think those people there are the kind of people who are enemies of progress. Are the same people that what's her name? Obama's daughter have around her. Sure. They're the same kind of people who are just sure. like, Do you know what? Nick? This nigga just having fun. We'll deal with this in the morning. Like all this kind of stuff. Wait, Let's have another. I'm drink. interested. Shopee, what would you do if you were his manager? That phone would have been broken. That, that, it would have been, been broken. The phone would have been broken. It would have been broken. <laughs> no, Shopee would have dashed. I'm on so the sorry to say this, but you ain't having access I would li- tonight. If I had, a, if I had an artist, I would manage them like Matthew manages Beyonce. Don't talk. We don't do anything. Release your music. Post on Instagram. That's it. That's not, that won't work in our generation, man. It works for her. Beyonce, yes. <laughs> yes, it would. But not everyone who's new coming out would be Beyonce. No, but there's a lot of new artists who don't speak and they're fine. Who? Her. Her mind's a business and she's doing very well. Her, you know, she does her music. She goes on tour. She does her little, oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. And that's it. Yeah, but she's an anomaly. Like, she's exception to the rule. No, LMA mind's a business. She had a bit of controversy. She does, she did have... Um, the Jacquees thing. Yeah. But no, but, that, no, but that's not her being problematic. She can't. All artists are not averse to controversy, but the LMA. Ella does IG live stuff. Yeah, she's. Yeah, okay, and she and she's probably careful. That's yeah. what she says. So I, you would let them do IG lives, but like not this topic. Yeah. To talk about. Okay, I would like tell them. Don't like, talk about Ray's. Yeah, don't talk about, about that. Okay, if cool. you see these questions, ignore them. Yeah. And if you see artists, you actually artists do that specifically. Like they literally look. You can see the questions continuously. Yeah, and you can see them ignore them. Look, why do you not care about this person? And then they literally just like, yeah, my makeup is (laughs) exactly all this kind of stuff. Thank you all the time. Thank Uh, you. I would put in their contract personally. What to not speak about X, Y, and Z? No, if they enraged the black community, that's at least two grand Mm -hmm. coming out of your contract. If they enrage the black community, they're getting dropped. <laughs> like, we're getting <laughs> dropped. It's all good. Like, you're getting dropped because that's so me. Like, just don't now. Wait, hold on. So, okay, this is an interesting question. So, if you had, like, for example, Britney Spears, I know Britney Spears is known as not being controversial or whatever, but I love how unproblematic she raised. Has she said anything to your knowledge, Shopee? Because I know you know. But if you had Britney Spears like on your record label, mm-hmm. you, Nick. In 2019, Britney Spears, though. No, no, like peak prime peak. Okay, yeah. peak Britney. Okay, cool. and then she said something anti-black. Would you drop her? It seems it depends on what she says. No, say level. Say There's she levels. said like the Tell worst me. thing. Like, say she said something on Yes Jules's level. Like she was say she was like Yes Jules. Okay, would you drop her? And do I have other artists on my roster, <laughs> or is it just Britney? I like. It's I'm yes or no. I'm a politician. No. I'm a politician. If you've got Britney, if I'm then LA Reed, if I'm like LA Reed, I'm dropping her. You're just going to drop her? Yes. We'll Britney Spears in her prime. Probably like Shonda Rhimes, you're getting dropped. You're getting dropped. Interesting. You're getting dropped. i got other money. i got other If I've got other artists. And to be honest, in my contract, I would have a percentage of your career. Be. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if you, in the next year, I'm still cashing up. Your publishing you, still belongs there. to me. It's, so we still get in coin. <laughs> that oops, so oops I did not, it again. You that, won't that get check. my expertise. You won't be on the same level. But when once radio spins your record... Something but no, as far as I know, Britney has never been a pro- problem. No, and I, this I is how I've got to be. 
Just be Britney. Shut the fuck up. Dance in your house. Britney has been here for 20 that. years minding her business. You know, Britney, we love it. Thank you know, you. the vocals have declined and maybe we're never present like that. But, you know, we love what you did. We love <laughs> you in your prime. Why Janet Jackson? Yeah, we love when that was a thing, you know. Very good productions. Yes, great songs. Great songs. And for, for, and before she um had her mental health issues, she was an incredible performer. Mm. Incredible. I'm saying performer. Nickelodeon Incre- Awards. I remember. Incredible the dancer. I remember that red cord, that iconic VMAs. red. Yep. Honestly, Britney, you had a very good. You were the blueprint for a lot of these girls. No, what is now? Like is. you, yeah. Like as in, like you have. You were one of the many pop girls that gave. The She's blueprint. one of the newer legends. Yeah. Yes, new our general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah, of the yeah, newer yeah. legends. Um. Br- yeah, but Britney. I, with anti-blackness, I cut the optics and just. Ha- it's just like I can't do it. Never say never. That's what I'm going to say. Never, never say never. Say, never say, I would like to think I would Never say never say. Right, so are we done? We've done your Caesar. Are we, we going We're back? Done. We talking? We done? Is that everyone? I have nothing Finished? to say. Finished? Yeah. Uh, anything to plug? Anything at all? Shopee? No. Dissertation? I don't know where it's coming out. Okay. Nick, anything <laughs> I was going to say Cardi B, the thing, but is okay. it time to go? Is it time? <laughs> I mean, we can do it for like five minutes. What did she do? So she trademarked Okur. Yeah, she tried. Get your bag. I don't know. People people critiqued her. Like, I'm not mad. You try to keep up, like, profit. I'm not mad. Yeah, but this is the thing. Okay, I'm. I'm. This is gonna make me sound like I'm rich, but broke people will chat shit when rich people are making money because they there's insecurity about them not getting. I'm not. I'm not mad at. I'm not actually mad at that. I don't see what the. I don't. But what possibly could be the issue? I literally just wanted to know. What could possibly be the issue? Discuss it. Congrats on getting. You just getting smart. No, because imagine. I'm gonna just imagine. Imagine you say something that is catchy. You trademark it as should be done, and people are having. People are in your mentions. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so sure sorry. people are just getting mad at Eddie. I'm sure yeah. Drake trademarked YOLO. No, but it, yeah, he did. I, I believe he did. Oh, see, I, I there you go. Really? And, also, and I'm not mad. Yeah, I'm not mad. Also, that he did the it, guy though. who said, um, "Let's get ready to rumble." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, trademarked yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And every and single time it's used, he gets paid. And it's exactly what the um, what we said about the on fleek. Why she didn't she? It was, it yeah. Was it was, but really to be honest, it, it does cost money to trademark. No, you don't know if people no, no. have the resources. And obviously, she's just yeah. a regular person. Yeah, it's yeah. like upsetting. It's upsetting. But she does have a new um, like cosmetic company. That but she it's uses. just it's still. It's, it's I don't, I don't know her name. That's anything. I just don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm not mad at Cardi for. No, it's a smart thing to do. A lot of people are using that term. Yeah, the Pepsi commercial had it this year, so. Ah, uh, whatever, man. Yeah, like, whatever. I just can't bother. People yeah. are just annoying. No, just well done. To her. No, I wanted to talk about it to give props. Like, well done. That's yeah, of course. Do, you know, she's making marks. the right moves. These yeah. two new sing- these new this new music isn't really slapping like that. I what, haven't even. I didn't even know any music. Did she release something? Money and the song of Bruno Mars. Money bangs the video. I'm sorry. Oh, the Bruno. The, uh, yeah, the Bruno Mars song isn't good. It's doing Awful, well. It's doing cringy. well. It's doing well for her. Yeah. But did you see the bunny? The um, the cartoon bunny. No. They um. Did they make a bunny version of the video? Not a bunny. They like the promo. So you know the promo oh. is like her and Bruno like standing next to each other. Yeah. They did like a Bugs Bunny and like. Um, oh, Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> And I was just like, what is this? <laughs> the video was, yeah, really corny in my yeah. opinion. Uh, really the whole corny. thing the is whole corny. Song is really the whole song is really just like... Bruno Mars needs to chill. Bruno Mars, the set, like... The, the, yeah, just like Versace just on the floor, though, will always be a banger. Yeah, good song. Say again, what? Versace song. on the floor. The whole of 24 Karat Magic will always bang, as will Unorthodox Jukebox, and as will whatever the first album was called. All right, we need to have our culture vulture conversation, but we'll have that we for another. We'll, we'll have it for another. Bruno Mars is not a culture we vulture. We'll have it for another episode. There's nuance with, 
with Bruno Mars. But guys, Bruno thank you for listening to Don't Alert the Stands. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to plug? Whatsoever. Nick has a thousand articles coming out. Nick, so. do One. I? No, I don't. No, um, I wrote something about Yes Jules. Um, there's something about Drake and OVO coming out. And yeah. See, on which platforms? Mephita. A productive nigga. While some of us are just. You're working on a dissertation. Which yeah, takes you a while. just stated you're working on a disso. Is it really? Is it just, actually, I guess it's it a disso. We're not doing this. We'll just wait yeah. for it to come out. It's a disso fucking tation. Um, yeah, that's coming out next two weeks or something like that. But yeah, go to my profile. I am Nick. Ter- I am Enterrell for more updates, guys. Cool. And please like, rate, all of that with the podcast on um, Apple oh. Podcasts. Yeah, I know we're going to do it after, but please, um, to help support, we want to get to a certain number of listens. Brilliant. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, I am ten. I am N. Terrell, Eads McKenzie, and Shopee Showerton on Twitter, Instagram. That's pod on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, guys. Have a good one. Peace. Bye, guys.